going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne in this ish. New, new, new world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious one. New, 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 new world order. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And the whole effing show, the Black Moses of this. The king of kings, the best edutainment here on YouTube. Mr. Eight-time demonetized champion of the world, the CEO of Fixes Binds LLC. The eight-time demonetized champion of the world. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up, and guess what time it is of the week. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is the weekend. The weekend is confirmed. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? What's up for the weekend? We got a great show for you lined up today. Why? Women seem to be their own worst enemy in this current dating and relationship marketplace you're gonna hear several i got several videos lined up of modern american women western hemispherian women that are essentially their worst enemy not just in dating and marriage but in relationships in general we're gonna line them up today just so you can see what you're dealing with before you get out there and you tell me hey coach but what about what about love coach what about love what about being a not being alone but about these things man hey listen we're gonna show and prove today why western hemispherians might be the worst people to mate with at this particular point plus we have a little bit of doom and gloom cga to report it's getting nasty out there more than four thousand people over in the gaza strip and the gaza area have been annihilated ring the bell on them is getting real in the field and over 100 million dollars projected to go over to uh, that area and a little bit diverted to uh, to the Ukraine as well. They'll get the bulk of it. You don't know about that. That's not important. All right, but to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live track. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. And if you missed me last night, well, I'm going to just tell you what was going on. That's neither here nor there. It was my birthday yesterday, and I appreciate most of the birthday support. But if you were wondering what CGA was doing last night, well, I was having a steak. And then I also had a little egg food young or a little fried rice. Or some, 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 uh, some, some rolls, them egg rolls. Or I had a, I don't know, man, what was going on around there. But anyway, it's a hundred billion. Sorry, it was a hundred billion. But uh, yeah, there was egg food young on the menu. I'm just letting you know it was what it was. But listen, it is. It wasn't a Kaylee night. It definitely was egg food young. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway. A little bit of uh chicken and mushrooms some dim sum yeah a little dim sum it definitely was a little dim sum going on here orange chicken some dumplings yeah some dumplings going on definitely some sushi and some young ho yes some young ho it was uh, anyway but anyway some fried rice 
Uh, but anyway, a little fried rice for a birthday. You know what I mean? It's okay. A little fried rice for my birthday. Yes. And anyway. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy out here, man. Listen, man. What's up for the weekend out here? Hey, not to take away from Flatback. What's, what's up for the weekend? Not to nigga? take away from Flatback Friday. All right. Because it is Flatback Friday. So let's go ahead and get Kaylee on the menu. Hello. We like 31 flavors around here. We like them in all colors, shapes, shades, and sizes over here. We don't discriminate with our Johnson or none of that around here. And we don't police Johnson around here. We like them gordita style, Kaylee style. All right. We like them flat backed. So it's Friday. All right. Ling Ling and gorditas have their day. The sisters will get a day. Maybe we'll call it straight hair. Uh, put your, you know, the sisters are the backbone of the community day. But uh, a little bit of flat back Friday for everybody, uh, especially sponsored by Arizona State University's own best college campus, no doubt in the world, no doubt in the world, Arizona new, State. New, 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 new anyway, order. Arizona State, never send your daughter to ASU and think she's going to become an engineer doctor. All right. She's definitely going to become possibly an OnlyFans artist. But yeah, shout out to Arizona State representing in here flat back Friday. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, where the sisters at? Sister Saturday. Yeah, that's true. Sister Saturday. I don't even do a show on Saturday, so that would be the perfect day for Sister Saturday. Mm. Hey, Sister Soul, Sister. Yeah, sister Go, Sister. I'll do Sister Saturday. No show. Mm. Oh, this is a damn shame. Sisters, I don't mean it. Yes, I do. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's get into that. Let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. <laughs> Where we at? Here we go right here. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to Albert Wester says XXs are their own worst enemy, but we'll blame you for it. We're definitely going to talk about that. All right. We're definitely going to talk about that because a lot of times we get the blame and we're going to hear some women. We're going to hear it put together. But of course, I'll have to make it all make sense. But thank you for sharing that. MC Hamster says, Coach, why are you working? You're supposed to be celebrating your birthday for the next 511 days in here. Yeah, man. No days off, right? All right. Q Time says, if it flies, floats, or fornicates, lease it. I wish I had known this 100K plus gem of wisdom in my 20s. You prepare men for real life more than college can do in four years. Most of all, he says, most of all we save. Most of all, we save. Yes, you save money. I get it. All right. And it says, thank you for what you do. Hey, I'm going to tell you, man, I used to hear that if it flies, floats, or fornicates, always lease. And uh, when I was in my simp days, my blue pill days, I thought it was goofy advice. I was like, this just doesn't make sense. What about love? I want to find my special woman. I want to love her in a special way. Love me in a special way. Yeah, I was a, if it is in love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Then a friend of mine bought a boat. Then a friend of mine bought a boat. Now, he told me, he bought the boat, and within our friendship, he sold the boat. And there's a phrase that says, the best two days as a boat owner is when you buy your boat and when you sell your boat. Okay? And they always say, never buy a boat. Have a friend that has a boat. 
Now, then when I put that together and I've been through my experiences of life, I figured out real fast that that phrase makes sense. If it flies, floats, or fornicates, just lease. (laughs) Just lease it. It makes sense. I know, man. I know it's hard to believe because when you buy a boat, I've never bought a boat. I've considered buying a boat. But um, you know what I mean? Boats are boats seem like a good idea, but it's not. Boats seem like a good idea, but boats are rough. Maintaining your boat, cleaning your boat, transporting your boat, or if you have a boat slip, all right, boat mechanics, you know, boat boat uh breaks down. It it's it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing, especially just the maintenance. And then you have to clean your boat after every time you use it. If you don't, you're you're actually just yeah. The maintenance on boats is absolutely crazy. Yeah, gas for your boat. Um, he says, I agree. I recently sold my boat. Boats seem like a good idea, but boats are not. I, I'm always, always tempted to be like, yeah, I want a boat. And I'm going to have some young junior college girls on my boat. I'm going to just rent the boat. Just rent it. Just rent the boat. Yeah, parking your boat. This all seems like a good idea to own it, but nah. Same thing with women. <laughs> just, just rent it. I know people be like, yeah, but the boat's not going to love you back. You're not going to own the boat. Other people are going to ride the boat. I don't care. I don't care. Let let somebody else ride the mother sucker. I don't care. (laughs) Right? At some point, you stop caring. All right, anyway. Yep, private jets, having a plane. You know, I'm going to get my plane, my pilot's license. And then they're like, oh, you can get you a Cessna and you can, nah, I'm going to rent. I don't want to own no Cessna. I don't want to own it. I want somebody else to do the maintenance on it, and I want to show up. Is it ready to fly? All right, let me do my check. All right, it's ready for flight. Take off. Mm. Rent. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, uh, let me see what we got going on here. What do we got here? Jeff, the producer, says, Coach, shout out to you. Freeman says, happy belated birthday. Appreciate you. All right, I haven't aged a bit in one day. Stride and Herman, blessings, Coach. Some coins for Tammy's tipping jar. Because she works hard uh, to get that unbind. She does. Shout out to Tammy. Sound like a pretty feet woman. AC says, welcome back, coach. Did you know men are 20% more likely to engage in simping, son husbandry, deletion by simp, or normie activity when there's no stream? Yes. Then just be simping when I'm not on the air. So I have to do my due diligence and show up. Shout out to our brother here, JC. With a co-sponsorship and a birthday gift. I'm rich, bitch. And he says, sorry for the late B-Day gift. My Mastodon didn't get her paid day advance till late. Happy birthday to my favorite first my favorite virtual friend. Delta Fox is in here with a birthday gift. I'm rich, bitch. He says, little birthday gift. That's a big one. He says, I've officially crossed three hundred thousand dollars gross income. For this year, don't it feel good? Thanks for your continual guidance. I'm going to try to deduct all my donations, though. Yeah, you must. All right? I'm like the Red Cross. I just don't have no tax exempt. All right? Genetic Freak came in with a gift. He says, happy belated birthday, Coach. Appreciate you, brother. And I appreciate all of you members of the Coach Gang, man, and all of the people who donated gifts for my birthday, and uh, I don't celebrate it for too, too long, but we back. We back. 
All right, let me see if I could get who are. There are some people that donated, I guess, during when I was gone. I don't even know. I can't tell. But shout out to Principe says, happy belated B-Day. Why not says, happy B-Day morning, coach. That was from that was from this morning. And we got our man, Roderick. Happy birthday. This just seems like, I'm not sure. We'll give it to you. Keep telling the truth. The truth is what it is. Shout out to Omar Bodie. Happy birthday to my coach. Enjoy. And double A, A&A Radio says, happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, appreciate y'all. And today is Kamala Harris's birthday. Damn. All right, I hate that my birthday's so close to Kamala Harris's birthday. Today's her birthday. All right, yeah, man. And you know what it is. You know what time it is out here. Absolutely disgrace. What are we going to do with that Kamala Harris woman? She's going to be president if there's a World War III. Well, there already is one. We know this. But if if there's an official World War III where we're literally technically involved and uh, before the election, she's going to be president in no time flat. Shout out to Loud Pockets. He says, hope you had a great B-Day. Kochi, he says, they can't get out of their own way and can't stop telling on themselves, treat social media like a damn journal, and I, God bless it. God bless these women that run the social media to prove their point. Because because what you're seeing is when they when they don't make sense, right? When they don't make sense with the world, they run the social media to do a video to get the normies to agree with them, right? And the simps, that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. And then all of a sudden, they get all the simps to to agree with them. Shout out to Juco Joe. I'm taking a break from fixing them binds to give a little something for the birthday weekend. Juco Liddy for the weekend. Indeed, shout out to you. Let me do What's one up, more. Nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It's, it's Liddy this weekend, and it has to be. Last one, Candice. Beyonce. Boy, y'all still coming in. Birthday gifts. Candice says, happy belated birthday, coach, and many more blessings for years to come. Candake in the building. Shout out to you. Yikes. And that's a sister out here. That's a sister. I think she's a sister. Maybe she a half breed. She might be a Nigerian. I can't remember. They not black, though. Nigerian, not black. <laughs> I don't know. Are they? All right. Black is just an American thing. Steven Russell with the birthday. Yikes. He says, sorry, I miss your B-Day. Peace, love, and freedom to you from a brother from a different mother. And we all brothers in this space appreciate you. Appreciate everybody. I'm going to get to the show. I appreciate that. All right. A one year older, another take off of my life, but it don't matter. I'm trying to become immortal in here. I'm trying to become immortal. Let's get to the show. Let's get to doom and gloom CGA. Let's do it. Doom and Globe CGA, we back in here, man. We got a new world order going on right here. And if you didn't hear the news, there is a lot going on. Uh-oh, I got my flatbacks up. There's a lot going on in the world right here. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to share bad news with you guys, but America is under siege. All right, the money launderers are out. The agenda is in, and y'all ninjas voted for it. Biden, yo, President Joe Biden drafts a $100 billion foreign aid package 
including money for Israel and the Ukraine. God, I don't even know how to even begin to try to rationalize to the people who voted this guy in, in the state of our country today, with the interest that are being charged to a lot of people unnecessarily, let might I add, with the state of women today in an absolute bind. I don't know why this damn ad is up here. Let me close this shit up. All right. And why won't they let me scroll? Give me, get man, set my page right. Jesus. All right. I'll keep it right there in the middle of the page. With the state of emergency that women are in, with the state of relationships and the way they're in, with the people not able to survive off the common livable wage, we are sending allegedly or drafting up a $100 billion. What about ninjas and reparations? Now I feel y'all. No reparations for the black man. Okay. People slip. I mean, this is a disgrace being sold out right in front of your face for Israel and Ukraine. Yikes. Oh my goodness. Tell me they don't want the American people to be a slave without telling me you want the American people to be the pl- a slave. Sure, 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 student loan. Sure, sure. No, no student loans going through. We got a hundred billion dollars, allegedly the bulk of it going to Ukraine. And it says right here is expected to mostly benefit Ukraine. And they're using the Israel uh, Hamas little dust up over there as fodder to push this through. And I'm just going to tell you, man, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you because there's, listen, you don't have to be a political scientist to realize what's going on here. This is the siphoning of American money to foreign interests and the investment in that area to be able to make more money, profiteer off of it, and then uh, launder a lot of money back to the people who are sending the money over there. And it's not to the American people. This is what it is. I don't care what you say. I don't care who who disagrees with me. I don't care what YouTube have to say. This is classic money laundering. It is what it is, and it has nothing to do with the interests of the American people. But y'all asked for this shit. I can't feel sorry for you, man. New, 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 new world order. I can't. I can't feel sad for you. You asked for this. Straight jacket. You didn't want. You didn't want. You didn't want Donald Trump. And listen, I know it's not. It's not a difference between Trump and Biden. I don't want to make it that. But when Donald Trump was in there. You, you realize why they attacked him because this is what they wanted to do the entire time. This is what they wanted to do. He was in the way of doing this. Now that he's out of the way, they can do this stuff. And the American people are so cowardice that they're just going to allow it. You allow this type of stuff. And then you are wondering how some of our historic events World war two era stuff was allowed to go along and nobody said anything because you punk ass Americans won't say anything. I don't have any, I don't have any cares anymore, man. Hey, man, don't shed a tear. Don't expect me to shed a tear. Don't expect me to emphasize or uh, empathize or fight for you. But this is absolutely ridiculous by this point. It's ridiculous. I mean, this is sad. It's a sad state. And you think this is going to help? This is not going to harm us down the line? Please. You asked for this shit. You asked for it. You begged. You rioted. And you cheated at the poll. And this is what you get. This is what you get. Good luck. Hold on to your hats out here. Ninja is sink or swim is protect your own neck. Do not feel guilty if you are protect your own neck ninja. 
I'm going to protect my own neck ninja. Speaking of, take a look at this. Take a look at this. This is just kind of something to piggyback on that. Unprecedented. More than 125,000 applied for Georgia Housing Choice Voucher Program in the first 36 hours. We are in clown world. (laughs) We're in clown world. Let's see if there's a video here. Here we go. Let's see. There's probably an advert. There is for AARP. Really? All right. Yikes. Uh, There is a video here. Let me skip uh, this ad real quick. Come on. Skip ad. Here we go. Play it. Where's the volume at? Hold on for a second. Let me get the volume up. Why Why the volume ain't up? Hold on. Did you hear the volume? All these ninjas don't want to talk today. Cat got your throat or your goat. All right, I'll read it. Atlanta on Tuesday, Georgia's housing choice voucher program opened its application portal for these slaves for the first time since 2021. And these people, because rent is due, where's our rent due button right here? Your rent's due, motherfucker. These hoes winning, right? More than 125,000 people, Negroes mostly, have applied. Probably uh, uh, people coming across the border as well. By They've applied by Wednesday afternoon. We knew the demand would be high. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, you was a sister. I'll use it. Okay, you behind me, and I forgot. All right, and it says right here, we saw some unprecedented volume, volume, which is not surprising, knowing that we're seeing some COVID-era support coming offline. Of course, it is up and running right now. It will stay open all the way through the end of the day Friday. It doesn't matter when you apply. You will have an equal chance of being selected. And they said right here in, in April 2021, the Department of Community Affairs opened 500 or 5,000 spots. Um, and on the wait list, it will randomly select 13,000 people to join this round. 13,000 out of 125,000. Send it. Send it. Wow. They're going to select 13,000. Ninja, tell me. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Tell me these hoes is winning. Man. That's not good news. That is not good news. And uh, that is just not Atlanta. I'm pretty sure there's multiple of these Democratic states and cities that are in this position right now. And we're going to send $100 billion to Ukraine and Israel. Good luck out here, man. Good luck. Speaking of, we have another one of these videos where mostly women, there's an office. I'm going to tell you, this is mostly women. And it says right here, our bank account the day before payday. I love these videos. Our bank account the day before payday. So let's see. Take a look at the bank accounts. We got $37 there, uh, $5.72. That's a woman there with negative $66. We got Starbucks and a woman with $6.99. We got another woman with Starbucks, and she has $20 in her bank account. Of course, these are the, oh, this one has $2,300, so we got to give her a round of applause. She's probably married, and her name, oh, Rosalia. Yeah, she married. She married to a, a Latino brother, and he's taking care of his queen. She probably fat, too, but let's get to it. Uh, right there, $18.68, and uh, that's the beginning, but here's the end. Thick skull that I'm broke, dead flat, stony broke. I've got three dollars and eighty-five cents in my purse. Yeah, 
This is what we're experiencing. Of course, they know men somewhere that make a hundred thousand dollars a year. All right. They, they, for some reason got, Oh, I, I only date men that make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. All right. They, they think their husband is going to cover the rest. I'm telling you, man, these people, I told you this a couple of years ago that these women are broke. I'm broke. Broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. <laughs> I've got $3.85 in my purse. Yeah, Rosalinda, the gordita, she got her husband's bank account up for show. All right, Rosalinda. Where's Rosalia at? Mexican girl, man. I bet you hurt. Never mind. I ain't going to say it. All right, here we go right here. Look at that. Look, these are all women. $5. And they be talking shit like you broke. All right, look. Negative six. That is a woman. Negative 66 dollars and 92 cents of course they got their starbucks and she got six dollars six dollars and 99 cents these bitches is broke Let you get it through your thick skull that i'm broke dead flat stony broke i've got three dollars and 85 cents in my when they they're on dating apps judging you men they're on dating apps calling you broke and damn for sure you probably have that amount in your bank account too but guess what they steady judging you well you broke we already know the common phrase. Women don't think they're broke. They just think they're dating the wrong men. All right. And so there you go right here, man. I think where's Rosalinda at? All right. Uh, look, they got that Starbucks though. How did you get Starbucks with that little money in your account? That is a woman. Here we go. And there's uh, 20, two, $20, $20. Look, okay. Rosalinda definitely was a gordita. I saw her body built like a busted Bulls, Bills, Pillsbury biscuit can built like a pack, pack of tortillas. All right, look, look, they didn't scrib scribbled out the name. All right, that's Rosalia and Hector's account. <laughs> Good morning, Rosalia and Hector. Mm. All right, let me see here. That that ain't her own account. They didn't scratch it out. Let me see. There it is, Rosalia and Hector. I see the name right there. All right, she got two notices right there. All the Hector. Okay, let me see here. What we got? $18. Yeah, man. They out here broke. You know, these hoes winning. <laughs> they, they not winning out here, and they never will be, y'all. All right. Also, last one, doom and gloom right here. Is this straggle and sniggle info right here? Let me see here. This should be. I'll put this on. I'll put this on doom and gloom right here. Here's a woman right here. She got something to say. These country ass folks, she said she got three generations of people that didn't get their food stamps. Man, send it. Send it. And she got a black and mild in her hand. And she, look at them eyelashes. This is an absolute. And she got her hair dyed and two fried dyed laid to the side. Oh, man. You know what time it is? You need a buying fixer. You need a buying fixer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't I can't translate what she was saying. She was upset about food stamps. Food stamps. All right. I'm pretty sure she can grab some ankles real quick, but I, you know, I might have to pass this one up right here. What was she talking about? Let the 
What happened? Look at this, man. Oh, man, this girl could actually have some good qualities about her, but she just gone. She she zooted, weeded out. She got some good things to work with, but she already got a tattoo on her neck. Oh, look at them eyes. Betty Boop. Betty Droop. Real shit. Where the fuck is my food stamp? Oh, man, this is a disgrace. Y'all didn't give me my food stamp. Y'all didn't give my grandma her food stamp. Y'all didn't give my cousin her food stamp. Uh, her cousin, her grandma, and her didn't get her food stamps. And I'm looking at the comments. This black woman said, I didn't get mine either. All right. This black woman said, everybody ish off. This one says, I know I better get my ish on the 23rd. Hell, they already didn't give me my other 240 for my other two kids during the summer. And this one says, and they know dang well you like to cook. What in the world? What is going? I understand. Y'all, everybody's trying to go do everything else. Somebody go get a fucking job at defect. So my food stuff stop getting cut off. Who the fuck told y'all not getting my food stamp? Oh my goodness, man. Listen. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Jesus. This is a bad. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Yeah, yo, yo, whoop, that went through the Ukraine. All right, that's where it went. All right, Ukrainians eating food. Them flat back to Ukrainians out there getting their nails did and their hair done and their toes did. All right, do me a favor, hit the like button, man. That was Doom and Gloom CGA. Let me get to some super chats. And also, uh, the people coming across the border got your food stamps. I didn't know if you checked on it, but that's probably what happened, too. Check the border people across the border, too, man. Look, I told y'all the American Negro is it's done. It's done. It's cooked. And I can't really keep content trying to explain it because I don't want to make you feel bad. But the American Negro is a wrap. All right. They're done with you. They gave they've let me just tell you like this. They've given up on you. <laughs> they've given up. They don't care about you no more. Shout out to Wise. The wise one says, I had an appointment with an AI scientist at his home. He had an Aston. He had a Porsche and a Ferrari in his garage. No sign of a wife and kids. He didn't wear any flashy clothes or anything. And he was in his late 40s. It was motivational for sure. And he was like, <laughs> he was sitting there like, yo, you could be winning like this and not even look like it. Yes, indeed. Yep. Yes, indeed. Shout out to uh, no government name. BHCGA is the GOAT. On these YouTube streets, no other content creator consistently delivers as much life-changing value as CGA. And no other content creator is able to be entertaining for four to seven hours per day, six days a week. Salute to the GOAT. Thank you very much, man. This is the best entertainment on YouTube. Yeah, people can make an 11, 15-minute video, but can you do this? You know, a lot of people are lazy. You know, it ain't, it ain't easy to do what I'm doing. Shout out to Lamont James. What's up, Coach Saw? The new DiCaprio De Niro movie last night, and you were right. DiCaprio's character had to marry the other main character to hit them skins. The you-know-who was trying to take them uh, in G in oil. In G in oil. Take them. I'm not sure what the last part means. But the you-know-who. Shout out to you in there. 
trying to figure out what that meant. Shout out to No Government Name SD. He says, you're set on Wednesday night. When you talked about once men stop caring about women's about women, life gets great. Should be made into a short so much truth there. And I've been grinding for 20 years and I feel disrespected when someone tries to put me on with a 40 year old. Yes. I feel disrespected. I'm like, dude, am I do I look desperate? Do I look? All right, I deserve the best of the best, but not many people see it because I think people don't really recognize good qualities until it's too late. I realize it. Oh, and uh, when we get to this, I'm going to tell you, and I might bring it up again. A lot of men, and we're going to put, you may remind me, I'll put up the millionaire chart for the people who missed it on Wednesday. A couple men said that they were depressed by the information that I was giving them. But let me tell you something. If you were a man and you had a relationship or a marriage and it ended like for myself, speaking for myself, my marriage ended in my mid-30s, but I still have value because I have kids. So I still, and you know, my ex-counterpart still able to collect from my productivity today because we have kids, aka she's using every means to do so. But I'm going to tell you, if you were a guy like me and you got divorced or you, your girl broke up with you and you were in your mid-30s or before your 40s or before your 50s, do you realize they fumbled the bag? Do you realize they fumbled the bag? They, they fumbled, and they, let's just say they didn't get remarried again, which is highly likely they didn't. They fumbled the bag because men are the long game. Let me put it up now. I'm going to put it up now just so you can see. Uh, let's see. And I talked about this um, on, on Wednesday night show. They fumbled the bag. Now, that you'll feel it when they start reaching for you and start reaching and, and start taking you to court and all that stuff, child support. But they fumbled the bag because what they did was they evaluated where you were before you became who you needed to be. Okay, so here's the average age of a millionaire. Mostly men. All right, because we know most men are millionaires in America. This is U.S. millionaires by age. On the bottom is uh, the bottom first side is going to be millionaires that are less than age 29. So 20, uh, yeah, 29 and under or 28 and under. 29 and under 6%, 30 to 39, 2%, uh, 40 to 49, 7%. Now a man normally, and by the way, these numbers represent 15% of millionaires, 15% of millionaires under 49. So all, all the millionaires, 50%, 15% of them are under 50. Now, when it goes to 50, 60, and 70, just think if a, if a woman saw you and said, you know what, you're not where, you, where, where I want you to be in life. They fumbled the bag. They fumbled the opportunity to allow you because, men, it's a, it's a long game. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So just the men in the age group of 50 to 59, they comprise more millionaires than men 18 to 49. <laughs> just one, just age group of millionaires, 50 to 59, make up more millionaires in the ages 18 to 50, 18 to 49. That is three decades of men have less 
wealth than men in just a decade right here. This is what people do not understand. And women don't understand this either, but men don't understand this at all. You really build yourself up. They did you a favor because now, let me just tell you, they're not going to find a rarely an opportunity to get with another person and get to that point where they experience the buildup and the after effects of the buildup. But the majority of millionaires are age 50 to 90. So this idea that, yeah, somebody says MFSC guys, rich dudes on Instagram and think it's normal. And let's just say this, the men that are in that less than 29, those are entertainers and athletes. If you look at the men 30 and 39, these are men that become fathers, divorced, they're married, they're plugging away, and then it slightly improves in your 40s to 50s, 40 to 49. It slightly improves. This is slightly better than young men because you're on your way. But it really doesn't hit because compound, passive, residual, multiple income streams. If a woman saw you as not valuable when you were under 40, she missed she missed she missed the boat you guys got to understand it is in your advantage that age plays to a man's advantage and by the way people are going to say well that's millionaires guys it don't matter that's a hundred thousand heirs those are hundred thousand heirs that's the same chart <laughs> the same chart it's not like it's going to flip because we're talking about a hundred thousand dollars it's the same chart so this is why a lot, of, uh, a lot of times we feel bad that a woman didn't see value in us when we were 40 or 30 or 35 or 20, but dude, that's not where our value is. Now, you might have a little bit of stamina and might be able to fuck a little longer, all right, but that's it, all right? That's about it, and this is a family show. Shout out to Miles, says happy belated birthday coach he says i celebrated mines this week as well and it's a your birthday too shout out to you happy birthday to you but that process to get there shout out to you that process to get there to 40 and 50 and 50 and 60 it starts today it you don't just become wealthy you don't just it doesn't just make sense it starts today. Oh, by the way, that chart is invert. The, if you invert that chart, that chart inverted looks like the amount of testosterone that is in men's system. Now, if you think about sexual transmutation and you look at what young men brag about, which is trying to get sex or having sex, if you look at that chart, if you invert this chart, it's literally... The amount of testosterone you have. So if you put the chart where, where the testosterone goes, the young people have more testosterone but less money. Then along the way, <laughs> you get less testosterone, but guess what you get? More money. There's something to be said about this. Even Tom Cruise recently just said, even Tom Cruise recently just said, he's in his 60. He said, sex is nothing to me. Let me see if I can pull it up. I know I'm giving y'all too many blue chips. Tom Cruise sex is let me see here. Let me see if it pulls it up. Mhm. And he's probably had a lot of it. 
there was an article somebody uh, just shared with me related to that subject matter. Tom Cruise was talking about it. I can't even remember where I found it, but it's probably gone. I probably didn't share it. But Tom Cruise was like, eh, <laughs> right? Like, and, and ladies should pay attention because this is where ladies be like, well, I'm going to build myself up and then I'm going to go find a guy. Well, the problem is by the time you build yourself up and find a guy, he ain't that interested in no more. He's not interested. Like, he can't be swayed with sex. He'll be like, all right, go keep your little puss. All right, shout out to Chris Abdi. He says, happy birthday, old man. Can you please uh, clip the I told you to do Biden? Is that the one? And he says, and can you please explain some of the coach gang vernacular is barbecue in there and flat back versus FB Supreme. Oh, okay. All right. I could... I could do that. What did you ask for? Is barbecue in there? Okay. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise going monk mode. He's like, man, I ain't got no time for these bees. And it's okay. Uh, it's barbecue in there describes, it's just an inside joke about dropping that neck and not taking the woman out to do nothing special. Come drop that neck. Flat back. Flat back is just a basic average white girl. Their bodies are mostly long back. They have long backs, long torsos. If you look at them physically, they typically have long torsos. And that proceeds to have their butt a little bit in a different area. Uh, Black women tend to have shorter torsos. So their butt is up high and wider. Flat back, long back. Flat back supreme would be a high value like an Olivia Dunn. Hello. Like a beautiful, gorgeous flat back supreme. A Gordita Supreme. No, I'll just play. Here, here we go right here. I got a couple more. Let me get on with this show. What's up? Kaylin says, uh, there's a clip on IG of a young lady on the desirable truth who's a virgin, covers up and save herself for a future husband. I feel sorry for women like her because these 304s have ruined the dating and relationship marketplace for everyone. All right, she'll find somebody. She'll find somebody. One, two, three, four. We got... Uh, I don't know, man, what says Mike Tyson voice. He says, says, uh, you enjoy your birthday night, brother. All right. I can't do a Mike Tyson voice, but appreciate that. Appreciate that. A flatback Supreme goes in. Yeah. Olivia flatback Supreme get call her shot out here. Shout out to, but she has a short shelf life. Michael, Michael C says, happy belated birthday. CGA. Thank you very much. And then last one. Is going to be Sizzo. Sizzo says, happy birthday, coach. What's up for the weekend? I'm putting in work. Wow. Also, putting you on the, to the youngest at my job. Much love, coach. And Jeezy finally spoke out about the divorce. And they are still good, good, he said. (laughs) What? Oh, my goodness. Jeezy's probably not the most articulate person to describe what's going on. But they are still good, good. Ay, ay, ay. All right, shout out to Jeezy, man. And keep working on the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, let me see. I don't want to get too far back on Super Chats. Let me catch up. I'm in a couple of camps. The email says, Greg Mariano, Mariano. I'm not for sure. He says he called it liquidity crisis. If they don't generate cash out of thin air, bonds implode and credit freezes. And he says it's all over for the U.S., and uh, we, don't, we also don't have currency going on. Like, we've printed a lot of currency, but people aren't spending money. So they have to kind of get money moving. 
And uh, that's one of the problems is once money stops moving, the economy is going to derail. And money's not moving. Like people aren't, people don't have enough money to move it. So they got to kind of print it out of thin air and give it away. And then launder it. Shout out to Schedule P. Happy belated birthday. And Bronx King says Obama gave Israel $38 billion in 2013. Yeah, people got to know where what happens to these political groups, man. It's interesting. Black folks think, let me stop. Let me get on to Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Also, universal basic income, which something that I said was gonna be around the corner. We're headed there, and I think it's all by design. I'm a conspiracy theorist, though. It's all by design. We're gonna need you, you're gonna we're gonna need UBI. Um, and it also started with um uh the COVID, the quarantine and the what do they call it? The flatlining the curve. And people stopping the working and the quiet quitting and the um, the um, the price gouging and the inflation. We're set up prime to just be slaves. The majority of us we are set up prime for CBDC. And people are going to go for it, too. I'm telling you, man, people are going to go for it. They're going to just line up. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. What do we got here? We got uh, oh, we got a baby mama at it. And the baby mama here with uh, is at the zoo with her child. Parental alienating the father of her uh, of her child. So here it is right here. She says, I ran into my BD at the zoo. Hey, y'all, so tell me why I brought my baby to the zoo. We done ran into her daddy out here. Look at your daddy, Zani. Look, Zani say, Dada? Dada. Dada. You see it? You see how I had to run into you out here? Hey, y'all, so tell me why I brought my baby to the zoo. We done ran into her daddy out here. Look at your daddy, Zani. Look, does Zani say, Dada? Dada. Dada. You see it? You see how I had to run into you out here? Yeah. Um, now, if, if a white person made that joke about a black baby man, a black man, you know, it would be racist. But you have the orangutans out there and you have a baby mother. Yeah, you have a you have a baby mother saying this about and the child is right there. She even encourages the child to say dada. And the child says dada. Yeah, I mean, you know, thank God for social media so we can see. We can see what we actually have out here. We can actually see it. And I know women be like, this isn't represent all women. How many thousands of videos do you want me to play at this point to prove my case? This is a disgrace. It's a miscarriage of justice. And it's also despicable and reprehensible that I add that a lot of people allow women to do this and with their child alienate them right in front of the world and everybody nobody really calls them out for it. despicable behavior let's get on to the next video here straggle and sniggle theater we have uh wait a minute we have a oh we have a New York Puerto Rican in the wild you guys see it right here look at that fanny holy mouth that's a fanny all right, she's got her nurses, uh, her nurses gear on too, and uh, let's hear this Puerto Rican go off. What the fuck is the problem? No, no, stop! Come you on. You got fucking road rage or something? No, Clearly, you about to fucking hit my car. And I got kids in the back, bitch. Right? So what? How to fucking drive? Why are you getting out of your car? 
Because I'm about oh, to you humanity. Oh my motherfucking mama, bitch. You will learn today. Oh my goodness. Oh my lord. Who you with, bitch? Oh my goodness, she holding. Oh, look at that, boy. Them Puerto Ricans be out there, man. She holding a lot of fat, boy, I tell you. All right, that's a lot. That's a lot she holding back there, all right? That's a lot of wagon she dragging. Look at all that wagon she dragging, boy. Holy mackerel, ninjas is going crazy at the screen, all right? Ninjas is going crazy with that soggy body. Look at all of this. The Sogmeister got all of that. But uh, the fat's distributed in the right area for ninjas. And uh, ninjas love shit like this, all right? I bet you the cellulite is out of control on that body. I bet you there's all kind of dimps and divils and pimp pimples and all kind of nasty. Yo, that's a lot back there, baby. You holding them Puerto Ricans don't mess around in New York here. What the fuck is the problem? No, no, stop. Come you on. You got fucking road rage or something? No, Clearly you about to fucking hit my car and I got kids in the back, bitch. Right, so learn how to fucking drive. Damn. Because I'm about to slap the shit out of you. Yo. Oh, my motherfucking mama, bitch. Yeah, man, I told you them Puerto Ricans will stab you, man. I'm telling you, man, they they experts at stabbing you. She looked like she was stabbing you. All right, she going to stab you in your sleep. All right, what are we doing here? You will learn today, you fucking cracker. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she got the front booty print in there, too, and she's a racist as well. Uh, But, yo, you need to fill them tattoos in, man. What kind of tattoos are those, man? Look at that. What's that on your, what the hell? I'm going to fuck who you with, bitch. Wow, man, boy, them Puerto Rican. Where's my Puerto Rican mommy at? Oh, she cute in the face and thick in the waist too, man. Yo, she cute as hell, man. Where look at that? I like them Puerto Rican chicks, man. I'll tell you, <laughs> I like them Puerto Ricans right here. Yo, man, they cute, man, and they cute when they mad too. Them little ass girls, they like five foot two, think they can beat everybody up. All that mouth. Hey, baby, if you if you got some, if you want something to do with that mouth. If you want something to do with that mouth, I got something for you to do with that mouth. It's barbecue in there. All right, drop that neck. But she want to just yap, yap, yap. What you going to do? She five foot two. She is wide as she is tall. Talking all that shit. What you going to actually do? What you going to actually do if you don't have your knife on you? <laughs> all right. All right. Damn, damn, you too cute to be out here with that potty mouth. Oh, man, my Puerto Rican chicks, man. Where are my Puerto Rican girls at? Puerto Rican girls, come see me. But don't be so aggressive all the time. All right, potty mouth ass, Cardi B reject ass. All right, just close your mouth. All right, anyway, next straggle is niggle. A woman leaves her husband of 18 years for his son. All right, you heard it right. A woman, and this might be a skit. Who cares? It's straggle and sniggle theater. A woman leaves her husband of 18 years for his son. Here we go. Together. Sorry. Together? Yes. As in like what? Me and your son are together. As in how we were together, me and your son are together. He just gonna shake his head. So what you mean? Like, how long this been going on, though? Three months, maybe? Three months. Yeah. Three months. Look at him. <laughs> man, let me tell you this right here. Man, man, this is my son right here. Ain't man one of y'all got no type of respect for me, kid. We got respect for you. Y'all ain't got no respect, kid. Hey, man. It's only been a week. Time just been talking about what we're going to do when he turns 18. What y'all were going to do when he turned 18? What what y'all going to do, sir? I said we just been talking about it. I mean, 
What the world? I mean, you basically helped me raise my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I helped you take care of him. And I'm still going to take care of him. Take care of him, huh? Yeah. She be looking out, bro. Looking out. <laughs> looking out. It is what it is. I it wanna, is what it is. I don't want to have a full-blown conversation. I don't want to get loud. We have neighbors. You need to respect people. It is what it is. Oh, it's, man. I have been wanting to leave for a long time. Oh. We you are together. All right, all right, all right. She's been wanting to leave for a long time. One of the things we try to warn you men of is your girlfriend has already left you. You just still together. All right, women don't leave relationships. They wait for you to hand them the, the scissors, and they wait for they uh, them to monkey branch to the next option. Uh, is this a believable thing? It could happen. I'm not sure. Uh, it could be a skit as well. But the reality is I want to flip the genders. If a man helped raise a woman's daughter and she turns 18, and he went out there and he folded her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. People will have a different feeling about it. But of course, it's a woman. So they can say, well, they're in love, maybe. Um, but uh, this would be called grooming nonetheless. And that would be somebody's son. But of course, if it was a woman, that's somebody's daughter. You see the double standard, but double standards are inevitable. Um, I could believe something like this could happen. And of course, she said, hey, kid gloves off. You have neighbors. Don't make a scene. It is what it is. Deal with it. And this is how people deal with uh, despicable behavior like this from women. And there's really nothing you can do. You can't even go to social media and put this up there uh, um, and get sympathy. They're going to say, hey, you know what? Uh, you just weren't hitting it right. But, yeah, I mean, this is stuff that could happen. It could happen. I'm sure it could happen. And, again, it isn't her child. It is the child of the father. She must have been a stepmother or something like that. But, yeah, she said, I, I checked out emotionally a long time ago. And uh, I've been working on this dude. And, and uh, you know, you got to imagine an 18-year-old male that has available in-house punani is going to hit that shit like crazy. Because out in the real world, he don't have that much available puss. So he got to take whatever he can get. And if it's from that big old fat 42-year-old, 47-year-old woman, he going to beat it up. He going to beat it up. Yeah, that brother's starving. He going to beat it up every day, which way, upside down. He going to be back twerking it or he's slapping it. And he's forever now imprinted. And those are the type of women that he's going to like. Speaking of the type of women that he's going to like, we got another stuff. Yeah, that brother's starving. We got another starving brother up here, and he's going to show you what he likes. Oh my goodness. Oh, what in the world? Look at this ninja. He loved a big girl. Oh no. He loves a full girl. And he wants himself a slice. Oh Jesus. He loves a plus goodness this is just all oh, the humanity this is a disgrace yeah that brother's starving yes, sir, brother. <laughs> this ninja is in love Niggas always gotta show they he taking that big fat fanny out here he in the public doing it man you realize we can see you ninja ninja we can see you lord have mercy we must stay focused brothers we must stay focused <laughs> We can see you out here, Ninja. Keep this ish on private. Now she running around here 
Talking about she's a 10. This is a disgrace. She's sweet. She's hot. She's mellow. Her hips shaped just like jello. Oh my goodness, this is a disgrace of a human. Oh, the humanity. We ain't got no, we ain't got no, we ain't got no common sense out here. This nigga starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. He about to, te- dude, I'm, listen, I've been the one to tell you guys. <laughs> I've been the one to tell you. Black men give women like that the best pipe. I'm, I'm on the record. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Black men give those women the best pipe they can ever give. And th- people think I'm crazy when I say that. But look, this is a prime example. Ninjas will be in there just rounds, beating it up, tagging it, tearing it up, putting they back, hitting that bottom. It ain't the fine, petite little uh, spinners. It ain't the little girls with the tight bodies. All right? It ain't the tightly packed girls. It be smastodons and sloppalops. Ninjas be going knee deep, all right? This is a disgrace, all right? And she got that warm embrace. To wrap you in. Oh, my goodness. My warm embrace. Yeah. All right, she got that warm embrace, and that ninja was just too happy to smack it up, flip it, rub it down, and take a look here, man. We just going to give you a little bit without the volume here, man. This is an absolute. This is an absolute. Oh, wait, the volume's up. Let me take the volume down. Look at this ninja. He said he got game. He also said I hit it for free out here. He also Mm. says my women pay me, coach. Yeah. I mean, he be out here. Don't let these ninjas work at the nursing home. These ninjas are a disgrace. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, All right. He like her, man. She be like, my girl cooks for me type ninjas. Look at this ninja. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at the arms. Some things are so flabby. Oh, my goodness. He's so happy to get out of the camera, Ninja. Camera, camera. (laughs) Oh, look at this guy right here. My girl pays me, coach. I get out here. My girls pay me, man. I got more game. I got the mouthpiece ass Ninja. Mm. Disgraceful. We're headed to end times. We're headed to end times. Speaking of end times, guys, it's not just the humankind. Oh, they detected copyrighted material. Okay, so the stream, the stream's going to be blocked. What copyrighted material? That's copyright. <laughs> that video's copywritten, so the stream will be blocked again. All right, that's what happened last time. I played that reality show clip, and they blocked the stream. So this stream's going to get blocked until I mute it out or clip it out. Probably it's not going to be a live chat. Disgraceful. How in the hell did they copyright that song? <laughs> Jesus. All right, anyway, uh, speaking of, speaking of, um, what was I saying here? It's not just the human men and women that have issues. Uh, Even dogs have issues as well with the modern dog and the modern woman, the modern female dog, if you will. Take a look at this clip, and it's a clip of a dog, uh, a female dog that's just had a a pup. And uh, let's see here. And uh, look at how what happens, the... The female pup, I'm sorry, the female dog that just had the baby, the puppy, snaps at the father dog. Let's go ahead and play it right here. Uh, So you see the female dog right there snaps at the father dog. Look how the father dog looking all stupid. All right, henpecked dog. All right, but what you're seeing is the protection mechanism right here. Look at the dog right here. 
All right, white suburban dog right there. Oh, let me see what's over here. Oh, okay, all right, let me see here. Okay, uh, postpartum depression in dogs. All right, okay, all right. He just wanted to see his puppy. All right, he wasn't going to kill him. He wasn't going to eat him. The female dog protected that. That's my kid. That's my baby. All right, damn, ninja, he can't even. Damn, he can't even see his own son? <laughs> can't even see his own son. He was like, get away from my child. This is how women evolved to say, these are my child, my children. These are my children. This is a disgrace. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, uh, look at the guy. He's like, oh, look at what I made. She's like, that ain't your baby. Mm. <laughs> All right, look. Damn. <laughs> look at this ninja. <laughs> oh, man. He like, damn, yeah. This Wait. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. Look how you looking. Look how you looking. He like, oh, shit. Oh, I just want to see my baby. All right, he like, don't look at my goddamn child. Look at him, he looking away. Oh, Jesus. It's not just the men. It's not just our human beings, man. This ninja going to be on child dog support. You know he going on dog support. And, of course, it's a black female dog. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. You bitch. You bitch. Daddy dog deadbeat. Deadbeat ass dog. He's like, I want to see my kid. No, these are my kids. Protective ass mamas out here ruining it. Look at her, man. Oh, like, listen, it's just like, oh, trying to take a peek. I want to see it. She like, <laughs> he going on puppy support. Look at this ninja. All right, I won't say nothing. God damn. Oh, man, this is a sad thing, man. Look, it, it's not just us. He going to family law. He going to, yep, look, get away from my guy. He's like, oh, look at over here. Oh, uh, look at this. All right, there's piss right here. I wonder who pissed over here. You just want to see his dog. Oh, man, this is a sad day, man. What are we doing out here? He just want to see him, pup. He just want to see him, pup. That's my pup. Oh, man, disgraceful. Oh, man, even these women out here after they have. Mm. <laughs> yep, she going like, like, can I get a DNA test on that dog? That dog don't look like me, you bitch. All right. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I'm gonna get a DNA test on all of them puppies. Mm. He better go that get that, man. Do me a favor, hit the hit the hit the like button. We do have this stream will be just in case you're watching the playback. It's gonna be later in the show because they detected copywritten material. And it was that goofy ass song. This is a disgrace. And uh we're gonna be back here with uh let me see here. What is this? Okay, yeah, we got uh, we got more show left. Let me get to some super chats. That was Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Somebody said get a paternity test. He should get a paternity test since she acting like that. She acted like that. Man, that's crazy. Oh, man, you got to watch out out here, man. It ain't, it's hard out here for a dog. All men are dogs, as they say. Shout out to Stiliano says, hope you enjoyed your birthday. Many more Philly up in here. One love, one love. Shout out to you. King of Spades is back. All right, shout out to who is this in here? We're going to call you Robert N. He says, happy birthday, CGA, free agent lifestyle for life. Give yourself the price is right. Indeed, we doing it. <laughs> All right, appreciate y'all. All right, it's not just, hey, man, this is nature. This is female nature. Female nature is universal through all animals, even orangutans and dogs. Shout out to Monte. He says, Coach, I got my flat back Kaylee coming tonight. Hello. 
All right, shout out to you. Those are the best of the bests. I know people be like, dang, now what's all of that here? Shout out to, uh, we got a couple more here. Rock King, I'm going to remind y'all. He says Obama gave Israel $38 billion in 2013. And we about to give a hundred billy. Well, probably half of that because most of it's going to Ukraine. John Doe, three generations of women receiving food stamps. Shaking my head, gentlemen. Family lineage matters. Be careful who you procreate with. Tara McAdams with the co-sponsorship. Here it is. I'm rich, he says, happy belated birthday, my guy. This straggle on IG is saying that she wants a man to seek God in order to seek her. These hoes want to be Jesus so bad. Send it. Oh, man. What is that it's about? It's evil world we live in. Indeed. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I pressed the wrong button. What am I supposed to press? Send it. All right. Sent it. Shout out to Mr. Ant the Great. Happy birthday, coach. Shout out to you. And let's keep this train game rolling. We going in for 2024. Shout out to Dennis B. He says they'll crash the economy, rush in UBI as their savior. They won't be able to compete with people. He says you won't be able to compete with people on UBI. So everyone will have to get on it. Then the conditions to keep your UBI will come, a.k.a. Dennis B., the bait and switch. The bait and switch. That's where the bait and switch is. This is why people are kind of concerned about what what people presume as socialism. Right, socialism. It's not going to be socialism the way way you've seen it before. But that's what's going to happen. And I've seen the precursors of that when people decided to go on unemployment, PPP loans, any other COVID-related reliefs, such as moratoriums, that's all a form of kind of a, a getting you accustomed to dependency on government, child tax credit. These were all a, a test. It was a test run. Essentially, what's happening now is those people saw the effects of it, and they're hurting. So now that they're hurting, they're going to need more of this uh, dependency on the government. Help us, help us, help us. All right, now we need food stamps. Keep helping us and roll out a new program. And of, of what's going to happen is, that's going to demoralize a new group of people. This is just how I see it. You can disagree. uh, uh, The next group of people above the UBI recipients are going to look at that group and say, well, they're making just as much as me or slightly less and living similarly. Right? So you're, you're working hard to make 50 grand a year. Well, they're making 46 grand in UBI. You're going to say, what? and the UBI people ain't doing very much work, but you're working your ass off. You're going to look and go, why am I working my ass off? And these people are making similar to me. I'm going to just do what they're doing. It's just going to de-incentivize the next worker, the worker up. But it's essentially what's going to happen is it's going to separate the pack. I did an entire stream on the class system. The working class is going to get annihilated by UBI because half of the working class will just go on UBI. And I'm like, fuck all that. And then half of the other working class will just keep spinning their wheels. And then you have a upper elite class of people who will do better, but they're going to get taxed to fucking death. They're going to get taxed to death. Some of them might drop down and just go, I'll just be working class. Cause I'm just getting taxed to death up here. And some people will extend to new heights and avoid all of the stuff that the normies. I just think it's going to widen the gap. It's going to widen the gap. Anyway, somebody says UBI will start at 40K. 
Exactly. I mean, by the time you look at the benefits of a UBI program, it's going to be 40K worth of resources. And um, it's going to be probably what it is. You know, you're going to get a check for $1,500 a month plus added resources and discounts for utilities and rent, right? I mean, who wouldn't take a rental discount now? So a U- UBI is universal basic income. Now, the reason why I talk about this is not political. This is going to affect relationships. So people are like, oh, you don't know what you, this is going to affect relationships. This is all how it's tied in. It's similar to welfare affected the relationships in the black community. So it's going to affect how people have relationships. For sure. Universal basic income essentially is just going to be a standard of living for the basic American. It's not going to be enough, but it'll be better than working 40, 50, 60 hours a week for a group of people. And at that point, you're beholden to whatever political party that put out the UBI. So you're most likely going to vote for it. They're going to say, we're going to give you a free $1,000 a month. We're going to give you a free $15,000 a month and cut down on the rising rents. We'll give you a voucher. And by the way, people who think I'm crazy, okay, this is what I just explained earlier. You missed it in the show right here. This is an example. So they have just a rolled out a program in Georgia for housing choice vouchers. And in 36 hours, over 125,000 people applied. That's an example of what I'm talking about, right? So they'll jump right on it. Well, oh, housing voucher? Okay, I'm on it. Okay, an extra $1,500 a month and I don't have to work? I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay, um, you know, uh, they'll say food stamps or any sort of wake or I'm on it. You do that for one or two generations, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. I mean, anybody, you don't need an economics degree to realize real fast, you're going to be in socialism eventually in three generations. You're going to have just people just not willing to go and work. You add student loans on top of that, people are going to jump to it real quick. They jumping on that shit. They jumping on it, UBI. So uh, people who think they want to have a better economy, they're against UBI because they think, is going to explain. It's going to do the things that I explained. It's going to de. It's going to de incentivize the working class and not give you a benefit to work. It's kind of like well, I won't say, but um, and then eventually down the line, people that are on programs like this, they'll be more willing to take the poke. In fact, it might be a part of what you have to do to stay on the program. Take the poke, implant the chip. This is not conspiracy. All right, you got to take the poke to apply for this. You got to have this chip. Okay, this chip need to be, this, this shit is coming. It's coming, so just be ready. It's coming, so just be ready. This is the next 75 years of America. We are here. There's no conspiracy, right? But if you're a person that wants this, Go ahead. I can't tell you, man. I, I, I want no parts of it for me. I would, never, I would never join a system like that. Anyway. And, and those, <clears throat> the women that will be on this program, they're not going to marry you because that means they have to get off this program and go get a job. The women that are on this that you knock up, they're, not, they're taking your ass to child support. They're not going to want to marry and stay with you long term. This is going to crush relationships. It's going to crush it because what woman that is anywhere near this 
will look at you as a benefit. And the and, and a lot of these women will be selling puss. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Yep. They'll also sell puss on the side uh, under the guise of, you know, it'll be just some black market market exchange. This is where we're going. Somebody said, this is what my ex did. This is where we're going. We're going there. And you wonder, last point on this one, this is a blue chip. This benefits the powers that be. Because people are like, no, the powers that be want people working. No, they don't. (laughs) No, they don't. They want to be able to control you. They want access to your vote. So this gives them direct access to stay in power. They don't need you thinking out here. They don't need you fighting. They don't need you rebelling. They don't need you in shape. They don't need you. um, They don't need you. uh, Hold on. They don't need you uh, in shape to fight them. They don't need you to have arms to be able to shoot them down when they come to your door. They don't want that. They, they, They want direct access to your vote to stay in power. Like if they wanted you like. If you even look at the obesity crisis, that's a direct, to me, if they keep feeding you that, they're telling you they don't want you to be able to rebel against them because an in-shape person with, with good wisdom and that's not distracted can rebel. You can fight them at least for a little bit. Like you'll be more willing to fight them. But if you fat out of shape and you ninjas out here uh, like soggy booty women and producing soggy ass kids, yeah. You're going to be least likely to fight back. It's going to sit back and take your universal basic income. It's a great design. And I, on the other hand, I'm the great coach Alini. This is what I would do to you people too. Yes. But anyway, the reason why I know this is because I would do the same thing to you. If I was in power, why would I want a group of people that can fight back against me in case I'm doing some shit against them? All right. Anyway, where are we going here? Is that straggling snickle theater? I think I got some more. All right, but I'm just thinking like a tyrant because therefore I am, and I have to. There's only so much I could do. I guess I'll get to the super chats. All right, here we go here. But we're here, guys. They need you sedated on marijuana. They need you fat. They need you out of shape and can't run. They need you in poor health. They need you smoking vape pens. They need you out here depressed. They need you depressed and on mental health. Look, they get my stream here. Look. New, 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 new world order. They need you broke. They need you depending on your paycheck. They need you. I'm telling you, this is what I would do. Somebody says the great coach, Greg. I damn my man. I, he says, I can't. I don't even know what that says. Coach Greg, E.D. I mean, they need you out here. They need you out here on drugs. They need you out here uh, on child support. Just letting you know. Oh, they watching. They, they don't like new, it. New, 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 new world they need order. you out here fornicating with fat women. They need you. <laughs> they need you doing this stuff. They, they attacking the stream because they watching. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> so, all right. So get this info before you can't get this info. Get this info before you can't get this info. Yep. They need you out here feminine. They need you out here in multiple genders. They need you guys. So do your best to be a nobody. 
Do your best to be a nobody and you'll fall right in line. Shout out to JC says, hep all these big women giving uh, me, oh, he says, I, listen, I don't know what context you're saying this in, but I think you're saying help all these big women giving me sensory overload. He also says uh, later on, you says, coach, what's the ad of that Puerto Rican video? Uh, House of Ha says these women be breathing heavy at a pair of stairs and ruining local business bathrooms. And they're just waiting for them to uh, collapse, eating all that Dunkin' Donuts indeed. Yep, they do. They do. Of course, India says, happy belated birthday, coach. All right, Carrot Juice Podcast. He says, I've been catching up on all your replays. You never failed to disappoint with the value. Oh, edutainment. Keep up the good work and happy belated birthday, sir. You deserve to sit back and relax with a flatback supreme salute. JJ Frost says, she divorced me two years ago when I was 38. Now I'm 41. Now I'm making 41. Uh, he says, I'm 41, making $100,000 a year at my job. And I'm day trading, trying to retire early. She fumbled the bag. Any woman that has divorced their man before they hit 35 or 40, y'all fumbled the bag. Sam says, I thought Cry Reese had Gump of the Year hands down, but then boom, Will Smith hadn't had enough publicity, embarrassing and emasculating himself with his Voldemort ass wife. Gump of the Year will be interesting. Indeed, shout out to you. Uh, random thought says happy birthday CGA mine was Sunday and got myself a five foot two 100 pound hood hottie straggle daggle glad I came across your content at age 22 um, around your why is she in the gym type videos on your main channel free agent lifestyle for life thank you brothers man all right twin B says I'm at my job I'm not at my job but I feel I need to send coach something for his birthday for providing value appreciate you happy birthday and keep grinding all right l dev says you're 100 right about the poke in the chip it's already happening i've been saying for years that they are planning or they're playing chess while the normies are playing connect four normies are the real pandemic this is why i separate my souls from normies okay i try to move out into the country i try to move out away from normies I try to move out away from people who think when I hear normie thought, I stay away from people. I stay away from you. All right. Because it is not the prevailing thought. It is not at all. Shout out to KT says late birthday gift in the building. Thank you. I'm rich, bitch. All right. Shout out to you. Ninja's mad at my reading, but look, y'all the one writing it. Y'all the one writing it. All these long ass chats. But anyway. All right. KT says, Spider says, I like them big heavy bottom women. Can you play that ninja dancing with the big girl again? Happy birthday. Well, obviously I can't because it's copywritten. DJ Seymour, shout out to you. I'm he says, much respect to the coach. Thank you, brother. Brown 310 in the building, back in the building again. Shout out to you. Where are we at here? All right. What are we on here? We're on this part of the show. The Cheesecake Factory Woman. The Cheesecake Factory Woman has seemed to have an epiphany. Has she been humbled? Has she been humbled? Anybody else seen this video? There is an interview done by a man, a gentleman named Kevin Wesley. The Truth Factory. 
Shout out to him. We're going to use this video. And uh, it looks like the two people that were involved in the video right here, there's the big woman. Apparently, she's six feet tall. And you can't teach that. And then we have the guy. He's an Eastern Asian Indian feller. He's sitting in the middle. This was the, I, you can't take me to cheesecake. And uh, the brother that is interviewing, I believe his name is Kevin Wesley. Yes, Kevin Wesley from the Truth Factory channel. We're going to use this video. He's interviewing them. And we're going to take a, a peek at what's going on here. As you can see, she's sitting here right here. Allegedly, she's over 40. And also, allegedly, she's a single mother as well. But we're going to see if she's been humbled in the sight of CGA. They talked about the manosphere in the red pill community uh, exposing this video. But let's see what they have to say here. Now, here we are a few weeks later. I'm sure you've had some time to think about what you guys discussed in the car. I'm sure you've had some time to think about it. Uh, yeah. Before I ask you any questions, have you guys had a second date? Mm, no. no, no, no second dates. Not yet. OK, OK. Uh, so I'll start with you, Jay. Mm. What, what has dating been like for you since that video went viral? Uh, well, uh, since I was on the video, kind of unexpected. Uh, I might not have put my best foot forward, you know, and so I feel like, well, it, I, I've not really met anyone since mm -hmm. who uh i've really gotten to get to know like okay all right um if you haven't seen my response video for this i actually did a, a portion of my stream related to this and then i also did a video on the ask coach greg adams channel so if you're not subscribed subscribe on the ask coach greg adams channel go on the ask coach greg adams channel right here and i did a breakdown of this video uh right here right here uh six days ago so uh, i did cover this twice one on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel and one on this live stream. So uh, first and foremost, one of the things that I said here is this a guy, he's not really confident in himself and who he is and, and what he wants. He's an Indian guy, which would be an uh, East Indian or East Asian, East Indian individual. And technically, a lot of those guys are what you would consider simps. They're kind of passive aggressive. They're not really overtly, they're, you're really going to find one overtly masculine. Thus, that's kind of part of their culture. And you see also feminism coming apart of the uh, Indian culture over there as well. And these guys are very passive. They're docile. They're not really going to be muscular and shit and challenging and standing up nice and strong. You can see his body language. And he might be a young guy as well. Young guys tend to have this body language as well. And I think he's shooting outside of his league trying to date black women. Right. So he's probably an engineer and he thinks because he got a little bit of money in a Tesla that he can go date a woman like this. And he might like a woman like that, but I don't think he's in a position to do so. He's he's kind of doesn't have all the information that he needs. Let's continue that because uh, a lot of women, they, they might have seen the video or might have heard from it or maybe a friend of them is, has seen the video and mm -hmm. shares it with them. Mm -hmm. And. So they kind of had this image of me based on the video. Absolutely. And it hasn't really helped. Okay. Exactly. It's like they, they might think everything about me is reflected in that video, and I don't think it, it is. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, he's like, hey, that wasn't, that wasn't everything. He's just too nice of a guy. 
to be with a woman like that. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been difficult. Sure, sure, sure. Well, and it's, even before this, you know, dating has already been difficult for me. You know? I imagine your views kind of clash with what you're looking for and what they're Fair looking use. for. Yeah, I think so, because... Man, hey, gentlemen, pay attention to your body language right here. Hey, look, look at Kevin. Kevin's body language, this is a strong position. He's seated pretty strong here. And sometimes when you're seated on a sofa, you got to watch out, because the sofa will make you sink with your hips below your knees, even if you're short. So that does make it difficult for you to sit masculine when you're sitting on a soft surface where your hips drop below your, below your knees. <clears throat> But um, then he's slumped shoulder. He's not sitting with his chest out. He's not sitting assertively. And he's talking with his head down, eyes down. These give a, a women, women attack and pounce. Even dog, female dogs attack and pounce on this position. But women are definitely, especially black women, are definitely going to look at this and pick up these social cues, right? Even if you're a successful male, you're going to realize that that success don't mean shit when your cues socially look like this. This is crazy. Uh, I mean, I think in general, my values kind of reflect wanting to build. And stop using this language kind of, I feel, sort of, like. Then just stand on some shit. I stand on words, man. I don't be trying to soften that shit up 98% of the time. All right, stand on it. I said this. This is what I said. And actually, if you look at the woman, she's seated feminine, but she's also recognizing she needs to pull her shoulders back. So he's, she's looking more like the aggressor here, but she's trying to sit feminine at the same time. Let's continue. Something that lasts. Yes, sir. And I want to make sure that anyone that I meet is willing to build a really strong foundation uh, based on our mutual values mm-hmm. and I think it, it in general a lot of the people that I meet uh, either they don't have time to oh set, set towards building something like that or they Jesus. just don't want to because mm-hmm. you know they're younger they want to experience you know casual dating or whatever it is and, and it's just not something that I'm looking for right now yeah, man. Hey, you also got to learn how to be brief. So this is why women treat you a certain way. Remember, a lot of the things that we deal with with women, we accepted that type of behavior. And we now are trying to show men that while we don't want it to be our fault, sometimes it's our fault. We need to improve these areas. Speaking of assertively, speaking direct, uh, looking strong, appearing strong, getting your body in shape so your stomach ain't all pudgy. All right. Being assertive in your speech. Being direct, be brief. 30 seconds elevator speech. And then say what you got to say and let them deal with that shit. All right, don't try to soften the blows up and then let them, well, it's the way you said it. No, this is the way I said and this is what I said. So uh, you can see why he get treated the way he gets treated on a dating marketplace. And then let's talk about his fit. Look at his fit. All right, uh, small guys, get a tailor. Small guys, get 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 somewhere and get some clothes that fit. I'm a small guy. I, my frame, upper body tends to look big. But Ninja, with all this ass, baggy ass, excessive ass fabric, Ninja, you look like you drowning in these clothes. 
This will also give an indication that you are not confident, okay? He drowning in these clothes with his damn sleeves rolled up five times in these baggy-ass pants. Ninja, this is not a good look. And what's going on, man? I hate to break this guy down. What's going on with your haircut? Ninja, figure it out. But what are we doing with this hair? But uh, the guy might be successful, engineer doctor. But get a tailor. What we doing here? Get some muscles on your chest. Ninja, hold up for a second. Understood, understood. So, obviously, guys, Jay's saying that they have a negative, viewing him in a negative light when it comes to dating. When I saw Jay, I saw someone who was making some excellent points, who knew what he want, and he's actually now like a Giga Chad in the uh, Manosphere world, in the Red Pill community. The brother's being mentioned everywhere for the way he handled that conversation. And he uh, did well in the conversation. He did do very well how he handled it. He could have handled it a little more direct, but I, I did give him credit in my video on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel. Here we go. Um, now I'm going to ask Alicia as well because during during this conversation, Alicia. Alicia. Damn, he correct. Oh my goodness, my lord, have mercy. All right, he's a gentleman. He is a gentleman. So the Kevin called her the wrong name or gave her the wrong pronunciation, and he corrected it, which I like that. I like that. That's a good move. But look at this shit. Look at this shit. This is a match made in hell. This is not going to work, Ninja. This is not plug this shit in. <laughs> this is not going to work. And once he, let me just, I'm a, this is a pause moment. Once he whips that little ass, curry ass, chicken ass, little peen out to try to get in there and put in that woman, she going to skedaddle as soon as she see that little curry chicken <laughs> pop out his pants. She's going to be like, what you think you're going to do with that? Unbelievable. Hey, yo, chill. Good Lord. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. This, this dynamic is all bad. Hey, short guys, never sit down. Try to stand up when you're seated next to a woman like this. and uh, Or sit high on a stool or something. Because <laughs> this is a big woman. She need a big old arm to please her at this point. He go whip that curry little chicken shit out. <laughs> Yo. All right, let me stop. Hold on. Let me get back to the video. Look at this shit. All right, here we go. Look at that right. Okay, so Alicia, mm -hmm. you didn't seem to really disagree with what he was saying. Now, you had a, a, a definitely a different opinion before he gave you his, his, his mind, right? But you right. seem very receptive to it. Can you explain to me kind of what you were thinking and how you saw him in that video? Because he's saying they got it. They took him in a negative light. What, what do you think? Well, yes, I, I think once we had the conversation, I could see my role mm -hmm. in the conflict. OK, <laughs> OK. Um, let's back up a little bit. To be fair, I mean, I was always raised that. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. OK, so she tried to apologize and backed it up. All right. That was the closest an apology you're going to get from a black woman. You heard it. She slid it in there. Now she coming back on the attack. Supposed to cater to you. I mean, you're courting me. So court me. Mm -hmm. That means wherever I want to go, you take me. <sighs> Absolutely not. Look how he looks at her, man. Oh, he's scared of this woman. Look at this dynamic, Ninja. Oh, man, poor guy. I hate to break him down, but, hey, this is the internet. She's wrong, by the way. Whatever I want, you buy me. That's courting. You know, I'm looking for a provider. 
So, but Jesus. after the conversation, I could see how there was a lot of I. Okay. In in in, in that exchange, here comes um, the apology. I was, uh, I was definitely very self centered, and I can all right. And appreciate what? if I do want someone to provide for me. I, I at least gotta be a little bit nice. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So you see the humbleness coming through here. Uh, she's trying to apologize, and I was a little bit I and. I was a little bit aggressive, and if I want a provider, I should be a little more docile. Kevin Samuels, fit, feminine, and friendly, and whatnot. And uh, she's targeting guys that have money but no damn backbone. And what you're seeing is it took, this is the key, it took her to go viral. This is, when, this is the crux of the show when we get to why women are in their own way. It took for her to go viral. 5 million people, 50, 11 content creators breaking that shit down, her hearing the reality, not only that, watching the playback, it took her then to halfway apologize. Halfway. Not even a full-ass apology. She's still on the fence. Well, I was kinda, but I still deserve, I still deserve a provider. And the problem is with women. This is their main problem. They just cannot see the errors of their ways, even when they look like complete trash. She's still like, mm, it took all of this. It took this much. This is why there is a patriarchy, because it takes that much energy to get these women to see the error of their ways. Mm. By the way, YouTube's playing with my numbers. It keeps going up to 25 and back to 19 and 2000. So this is ridiculous. But it took that much to get her to go maybe. Absolutely atrocious. This is why it's difficult to correct women's behavior. Because you need an overwhelming majority. Like 90% of people for her to might see she effed up. As long as there's not 90% of people. And there's only 50% of men and 80% of women that give women a pass. Forget it. You cannot get them to change. Forget it. Let's play the rest of the video here. Okay, great. So now I ask you this. Based, based on your idea of dating before your conversation with Jay, how did you grow up? Who, who also thinks that way? I'm sure you have friends who think that way. I, I've heard it a lot. I okay, mean, so. everybody. I mean, that's, that's what the man's, he's supposed to be the provider. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Everybody? Like who? Like who? Name them. Name everybody who believes that what you're talking about. A man's supposed to court. Man's supposed to take me where I want him to take me. And then he's supposed to be the name. <laughs> name and number. You lying. Because I bet you she can't name many people that are married in her family. The hell is she talking about? Most of her family members probably single. The female ones. Let's continue. So, you know, and I'm a beautiful woman, so... I'm expecting Jeez. to be treated like royalty. Oh I mean, my God. So that's but what I was told. Is how do we treat him? And right. that's where that, that's right. where that right. the disconnect was. Right. Uh, in the video, now of course I'm sure you think of it differently now, but in the video you, you basically told him that, you know, you're not going in there, you know your value. It would be embarrassing for you to go inside a Cheesecake Factory. Oh, a lot of people oh. like Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Now, <laughs> so when I see that video, I'm thinking, okay, she must have some friends who 
probably would disagree with her going inside the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, your, yeah. your peer group. Uh, yeah, so peer never, pressure probably keeps you from. I would never live that. Oh my God. If I, yeah, I would have never lived that down. Wow. I just mean, if they ate the Cheesecake Factory. They wouldn't let you live that down. No. I wow, man. I tell you, look. <laughs> and uh, as you can see, she still won't come off the fact that. You know, this Cheesecake Factory thing is still bothering her. My friend, my friend, my single friends would never. That's why y'all single. Hey, it is what it is. And look at this guy. Look at this poor guy here. I'm going to play a couple more videos, uh, minutes of this video. But Kevin Wesley did a great job on this breakdown. Image to protect. She got an image to protect. Wow. Wow. does not do that. Uh, I mean, that was, you know, that that was my circle, though. That's how, I mean, that's what, that's how we roll. Sure. Um, I did see a video. What? This woman don't make a lot of money. She don't. There's no way she. What is she talking about? This woman is probably broke. There's no way she makes a lot of money to be looking down at the Cheesecake Factory, nor does she have a circle of women that make a lot of money to be looking down at the Cheesecake Factory. This is a disgrace. Need to be quite blunt. That's how we roll. Um, hypergamy is a big, you know, is a big thing in, in my circle. Is what I mean. It's what we've been taught. Why? I mean, as a black woman, I'm gonna go there. I mean, as a black woman, what? Um, we're really tired of having to settle. Um, when that, that's gonna come up later on in the show, settling. We're really tired of having to settle. Well, you don't realize the numbers, baby. You you playing the numbers game is not in your favor. Let's continue. Want to be treated well. Mm-hmm. We want that soft life. So that's what I thought I was going after. However, what I understand is a part of having a soft life is being cooperative. Being soft. Not being combative, right? right? Actually being soft. Right. Right. Being receptive, being sweet. Absolutely. Being pleasant, right? Because we do understand the value of of resources, but it can't be just something for a lifestyle. Resources, a man's resources is not just for a woman's experiences and traveling and the lifestyle they'll live when married is for providing for the family and the children. And that's why she, she should seek a man. Man, this guy's got to be 15 years younger than her. I mean, I think his, I think he might make good money, but he probably is under 30. I don't give it the impression that he's as old as her. This is straight up manipulation right here. This is what you, and it's not just because of the age. She's just way more advanced than this guy in dating market and in certain things. So she's in usury. And the reason why she's dating him is because he's not a typical black guy. So she was trying to get over on this ninja. Let me let me get a couple more minutes here. And, you know, respect his resources or uh, prioritize his resources, not just for what it can do for her. Right. Right. And so when you were in the beginning of it, you was just saying, I'm not doing it. It seemed really selfish. It right. Was, it uh, and, and I appreciated that when I saw the video myself. <laughs> that's one of the things I covered is, wow, she's I've never I've never seen a woman that receptive to uh, being accountable, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you were. Uh, but Jay, however, didn't want to, he didn't want to go out on a date. He wanted to discontinue that date and he wanted to take it on to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay, mm-hmm. is that your first time stopping a date uh, midway through and going on back home or? Yeah, something like th- that's, I'm sorry, at least yeah, that's Oh the- my God, so why are you apologizing to this big old moose? All right, she looking like, hold on for a second. I do have a picture of her. Uh, somebody sent me here. Let me see if I can pull up who she looks like. She does directly resemble, I did find the photo. So, uh, yeah, there there she is right there. I just think. 
let's take a closer look here. Uh, yeah, that that about right right there. Let me let me do a let me do a let me do a before. Let me do it right here. I think that's who it is right there. Looking at the same person. Anyway, I was just doing a quick compare and contrast. Uh, let's see here. I I don't. How much more can I? This last right here. I just first time I've really like put my foot down to that mm-hmm. kind of extent, but it, it, it's not like an in, uh, an isolated incident. Okay. You know, like I I've gone on dates with several people now, uh, even before her, where it's they they had very specific things they were looking for in a boyfriend or whatever and uh even within my own circles right and that that's just not something that i'm looking okay for. i'm done with this i can't even know more man <laughs> look uh gentlemen uh what 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 it sounds like is as much as she was wrong is as much as he wasn't prepared to deal with a woman like that and i think he said he cold approached her which gives you another indication right there. Uh, I want to find that part of the clip. He says he cold approached her, and that's how they met, because I was wondering how they met as well. Let me see if I can pull it up. Value. That is the biggest value. That is right. the most important town. His- and, like, I barely even have time mm-hmm. to go out with friends and all that, but it was a really close friend's birthday, so I went to get some drinks for the first time in ages, mm-hmm. and I saw this beautiful woman who... It seemed like every other guy in the bar was uh, either intimidated by or too shy to talk to. All right, so let's stop it right there. So he met her at the bar. He went out. He says he normally doesn't go outside. He met her at the bar, and uh, he says uh, he noticed her, and he said he noticed men not approaching her, and he says they were either intimidated by her or whatever he whatever he said. That's where he's wrong. Because where, what happened was wherever he was at, the men around, uh, the, the same men that wasn't approaching her could recognize that she was a poor quality human being. And they didn't approach her. They left her sitting there. And he's like, oh, wow, I'll, I'll have the guts to approach her. See, this is the problem with cold approach. Because you're like, oh, these dudes are scared to approach. Can it just be that men recognize low quality bitches? Men know. Men know. I would have known right away never to approach a woman like this. I would have known right away. I would never have approached her. All right. I would have been like, dun 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 She a shark. She low grade. She too old for me to be approaching her. All right. She won't need to come over to me. But she done sat up there and apex predator your ass. Ninjas knew all the red flags and your goofy ass missed it. That's why. Yeah. that's that's exactly why that's exactly why nobody was approaching her talking about they was intimidated by her where mm. i'm intimidated her by her that she might have ate me all right or at least look i'm intimidated by her as well you know all right come on man when it, it called a good guy that a, a, a guy that is good and proficient at approaching women Knows to not approach trash. If you're really serious about this. But nah, uh, I'm going to go in there. Nobody paying attention to her. (laughs) Anyway. Sad to see that guy going out like that. And apparently at the end of the show, the guy, uh, Kevin, actually offered them to go on a second date. 
They agreed to go on the second date, and Kevin and his team agreed to pay for the second date. So apparently they're probably not going to go to the Cheesecake Factory, and this is a match made in pure hell. In pure hell. Let's get to this one right here. Female attorneys. Um, and I'm going to start off with this because this has to kind of lead into the next one. Then we're going to play two ter- attorneys that I think are attorneys. One's a single mom attorney, and the other one is the ring attorney, Bell. Both of these women are going to be, I think they're family law attorneys. I'm not sure. But these are people who work against you in the child support system. I'm going to show you what two female attorneys are saying about men avoiding child support. You're going to be, this is going to be mind-blowing information, mind-boggling. But let's start with this one. It's a guy named uh, Isaiah Jackson on Twitter said this recently. And uh, let me see if I can get it on the screen a little bit better there. Isaiah Jackson on Twitter says, I went on a date recently, and of course, she told me she has multiple degrees. More degrees in a thermometer. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. He says, I asked her, so how much student loan debt do you have? The answer was $47,000 of student loan debt. Isaiah then says he responded, or he responds here, ma'am, you can't show up with that much debt and think your degree matters that much. This tweet has 1 million views, so that it was exposed to 1 million people, and the comments are interesting. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Because now men are being becoming educated and edutained that student loan debt is going to be a problem for you um, in any relationship or marriage. Um, women tend to debt because of that as well. And he's trying to minimize her, her success with the fact that she has massive student loan debt, that she's a liability financially. And we know that even the educated and the graduate degree and the master degree people, even the doctorate degree people, they, they are having problems paying off their debt. Now, let me see some of the responses here. And, um, It says right here, ah, yes, I see why you are single. I see why you're single. So this is a woman, as you can see, MBA, Masters of Education right here. And um, she definitely taking a mirror picture, right? She's taking a mirror picture and she's showing off her body, of course. So them degrees don't matter. But I, I see why you are single. And they got quite a bit of people to heart and favorite that. And, of course, that's an attack on, well, you ain't got no girls, so I see why. That's always an attack. Um, men don't look at themselves being single like women do. We tend to not. Like, women want to almost constantly not be single. Men, on the other hand, probably want to be single more than they want to be in a relationship, although there's a, there's a hit or miss with that. It could go back and forth. Women inherently kind of want to not be single and not be defined at, as a uh, single. So when they use that as an attack on you, that's a – that, that attack doesn't work against us. The same thing is you're going to die alone. You're going to die alone. That's something that you worry about. Typically, men don't worry about it until we get there. Uh, but uh, as you can see there, that's a response. And this is another educated response here. I entered my relationship with over 100K in debt and always was a hard charger. And let me tell you, I was an incredibly smart investment. It was a, I think she meant it. Because he says, I was an incredibly smart investment to who married me. Okay. 
He says, man, you could be missing out on the woman who will knock it out of the park one day. Okay, there it is right there. Now, here's the, here's the interesting thing right here. This is a doctor. She's an engineer doctor. What kind of doctor is she? Executive. Oh, she's a, doc, she's a psychologist. Oh, okay. A pseudoscientist. A pseudoscientist. And it says right here, you could be. But what I didn't hear was, did you pay off the debt? I didn't hear her, I didn't hear her say she paid off that debt. She said I had over 100K. Then I was an incredibly smart investment to who married me. Yeah, but who paid off the debt? <laughs> like, where, 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 where's the indicate? Because he's wondering who's going to pay off the debt. I didn't hear her say I paid off the debt. She just said I was a good investment. So that means she makes a lot of money. And the guy married her. That was a good investment. But was, let's get down to the brass tack. Did the debt get paid off? It says right here, yes, it was uh, other things. Wait a minute, hold on. Let me see what I said. I got to pull it up on my page. Yeah, it was other things wrong, but that debt was like the nail in the coffin. Okay, says Kevin Samuels, something right here. Debt slaves don't even know when they reveal themselves in public, run for the hills from that one. And it says right here, it happened to my cousin too. She ended up falling for the lie of multiple master's degrees in useless subjects, ended up becoming a librarian but has mountains of student loan debt. And this woman says 47K is low. (laughs) I'm at 67. That is 67K. I trade places with her in a heartbeat, laughing my ass off. Get a grip. And here's the thing about this. This is one of those other chinks on the reputation of a group of women that they refuse to acknowledge is a chink. And I don't want to sound racist by saying chink, but I'm going to just say chink in the armor. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When men want certain things and they know where certain things make it, make up another person a liability, body count, single mother. All right. Uh, all of these toxic things that men are saying, hey, what's going on here? But women are continuing to double, triple, quadruple down on dumb things and then trying to make it make sense to us. When I say to you, they don't even know they're, they're their own worst enemy when it comes to this. It does not even make sense. They're in their own way. So they continue to do, and I'm going to play a video by a woman that says, hey, I, I, I messed up. I went the wrong way. And it's hard for them to admit. So they want to fornicate, fumble around, get married, divorce, have other men's kids, bring in debt, as I call baggage. And then they want us to just deal with it. Just accept it. What's wrong? (laughs) Like, they're like, hey, man, get a grip. What's wrong with 47K in debt? What's wrong with 67,000? What's wrong with this? This is another one. Uh, uh, The other woman that said, uh, hey, I was was still a good investment for my pay, for my mate. I was still a good investment. Okay, so that means does that, that, that's anecdotal. That's anecdotal, number one. Number two, did you pay off the debt? You avoided the question. Are you still in student loan debt? Most likely she is. But she just Jedi mind tricked it. Hey, I was a good and smart investment for my for my uh mate. But who paid the debt? That is the question. They never answer shit directly. They just go around the park and continue to you accept all these chinks in their armor. And then let me just tell you why that's important. 
because the women are like, what's wrong with that? They're always trying to convince you that you making a dumb decision by not accepting their baggage. Let me tell you what's wrong with it. Because this is inherently going to be pushed on the man. This is going to delay how you build your family. This is going to mess up how you purchase a home. Inevitably, men feel like they have to be responsible for paying down that debt when they marry you. If you listen to Dave Ramsey, this is one of the advices that he gives to men that marry women in, in, in student debt. He tells them to create a financial plan for both of your debt, and you're going to do what? Baby step it away to write off the debt. But the debt, in many cases, on Dave Ramsey and John Deloney's channel, the woman brings in the majority of the debt. Then she says, well, you don't have to pay it off. Yeah, but the problem is with that, we know that she's going to lose her excitement about that man the minute he says, that's your debt, it ain't mine. She's going to run for the damn hills after a while. She's going to be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on. A real man would pay off my debt. Or if he doesn't pay it off directly, her debts become the priority. So what will he'll do is say, okay, I got a little student loan debt over here. I got a little debt over here myself. But let's work on her debt. All right, let's get our debts together. And then she'll be like, but I got a student loan payment coming up. And I got my credit card payment coming up. And then you'll plunk away at years to try to write her debt down. Only for her sometimes to sabotage it by then consumer spending. Or if you have children to come in, that's going to certainly sabotage that plan. Then you spend five, seven years trying to write off this debt. This is what this is what men inherently know is going to be heaped on them. She's saying it's not a problem. No, I'll take care of my own debt. That's not true. You'll end up having to sell your Porsche, sell your motorcycle, sell your truck. You're going to start selling your action figure collection, your baseball cards, your Yu-Gi-Oh's. You're going to have to sell all them Pokemon cards. All them shits that make you a kid. Grow up. Dave Ramsey will be on your neck. Grow up and sell your truck. Grow up and sell your Yu-Gi-Oh! art card collection. That's what's eventually going to happen. And then the minute you want to sit up and play video games, oh, you're not a man. You should be working overtime to sell, to set, pay off that debt. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have to sell your guns. You're going to have to not, all while not getting no pussy from your wife. <laughs> at the same time your wife ain't gonna sleep with you until you start getting this shit right so i'm just telling you man this is a trap everybody knows it's a trap so then when we say hey guys look man these women coming in with too much debt they say now nah, you're wrong for that this is a trap don't fall for it i'm here to tell you don't fall for the shame of these people making you pay off their college debt, or at least including it in your debt. This is going to highly severely impact you. Let's talk about this one. I believe this is a attorney. Um, I think this is an attorney, or the woman feature here is not the attorney. Attorney is going to appear on the screen. She's calling this baby dad, baby dad math. 
baby dad math. All right, let's hear what she has to say. Baby daddy math explained. He tells everyone he has 50-50% custody, but he sees him on... Baby daddy math is asking, why don't they just give the child to the parent who can afford the child without a child support payment after your baby mama files an enforcement, but yet she wouldn't be filing the enforcement if you could afford the child support payment. So how are you going to say that the child should go to you because you don't need the child support, but yet you can't afford the child support payment in and of itself? Baby daddy math. Baby. All right, y'all heard that, right? You heard that, right? You heard that shit, right? Did you hear? Guys, this is what, guys, these are family law. I'm assuming that that attorney that appeared on the screen in that green suit, I'm assuming that that was a family law attorney. And she's a single mom attorney at that. Did you hear that logic? Ninja, did you hear what, did you hear what I just heard? That is, uh, bruh. The system, when I tell you women are their worst enemy and men, this is what you're getting involved with when you're trying to have families. This is unbelievable. That's a professional. That was a professional woman. I'm gonna, I don't give a shit what kind of degree a woman has. Ninja, that don't make her smart. There was a one video of an African guy that said one man is smarter than three women with any degrees they could possibly have. In this situation, you have to say, Ninja, I don't give, your law degree don't mean shit if you think that. That is unbelievable. Guys, that's what you're up against. In her mind, <laughs> Jesus. And then I'm going to play another video by another pseudo attorney. She's going to say something similar. And this is another family law attorney. In her mind, I don't hear nobody saying that fathers deserve time with their kids. In her mind, the father, de- let, me, let me show you who, in her mind, she's this, she's this dog. In her mind, in their world, the father has no parental rights. The minute he wants parental rights, it's because he doesn't want to pay child support. This is the current mindset that we're in. Then if the father says, look, she's just going to spend the money frivolously. Why am I paying her to babysit my own kids? Why don't the kids come live with me? In their mind, men are only doing that to avoid child support. This is a common argument that we're experiencing out here. Men only want to see their kids because they want to avoid child support. This is unbelievable. It's almost like you can't win out here. You can't win. And we have what? A, a society of fatherless as young children, many of them women, and a lot of them men. But when it comes down to these mothers, they basically like, this is my kid. You waived your parental rights. You don't have any of my eyes. And now the court clerks and lawyers are following the same mindset. Yes, judges are like this too. There's some judges like this too. It is unbelievable, guys. This is what it's come down to. This is what it's come down to. You cannot change these people, man. Let me play it again in case you missed it. 
Daddy Math explained. He tells everyone he has 50-50% custody, but he sees him on... Baby Daddy Math is asking, why don't they just give the child to the parent who can afford the child without a child support payment after your baby mama files an enforcement, but yet she wouldn't be filing the enforcement if you could afford the child support payment. And look at her face. Look at her face. Look at this shit. They don't think the kid needs the dad at all until the kid screws up and becomes a loser. And they're going to say then the kid, the dad wasn't there. <laughs> like, okay. And this is a woman that argues in court for child support enforcement. I'm sure she's saying that the father's trying to get custody, but can't afford the child support enforcement. That's false. This is highly false. What the father doesn't want to do is throw bad money at a bad parent. The parent obviously can't afford the child. I can. It's not that he can't afford the payment. He doesn't want to give it to her and not see his kids at the same time. What is wrong with these people, man? What is wrong with these people? This woman is an airhead. This woman, and she's a lawyer. Jesus. Tell me some shit now about women in degrees. This is a lawyer. Oh, my God. Ninja, y'all in trouble out here. We in bad shape. <laughs> they mad at God. How did, This doesn't make any goddamn sense. But guess what? Comment section full. Comment section full of chicken heads. Okay, right here. They're doing everything they can to prevent the father from having custody. Then when a kid turns 18, the fight's over. This is a disgrace. And a lot of women, they're, they're fighting their baby father's tooth and nail. And then they go into this system. And then this is what the system is. You walk into court and this woman represents the mother or the child support agency. And she's a single mother herself. Jesus. Man, we gone, man. We gone as a... We gone. What law firm did she get her... What, what law school did she go to? This is a disgrace. So how are you going to say that the child should go to you because you don't need the child support, but yet you can't afford the child support payment in and of itself? No, you're confused. You're literally confused. This is unbelievable, man. Yeah. Baby daddy math. Baby daddy math. Oh, Jesus, man. I tell you, man. Good luck out here, gentlemen. Oh, the humanity. Man. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> he says, where's the litigation judge Judy music? Let me give you the judge. This is the courts for y'all. What college this woman got her degree from? Man, we got to ring the bell on the system, man. And you guys, Legacy Ninjas, pay attention. They letting this woman come out here and represent your baby mama. Oh, my Lord, Jesus. <laughs> Let's give you another one. You think that's bad? I got another one for you. I think she was worse. I forgot what she said, but here we go. We got another one. Got another one. Here's another attorney. She goes by ring attorney bell. I don't know what that means. 
He wants to swap child support for full custody. All right, I can't wait to hear this shit. Here we go. Y'all do that just for the money. My man went from having to pay child support to now he wants to be a full-time dad. You Y'all know what the full-time parenting looks like? Parenting is hard. And you, that's your response to not have to pay child support. Okay. Why do y'all do that just for the money? My man went from having to pay child support to now he wants to be a full-time dad. You y'all know what the full-time parenting looks like? Parenting is hard. And you that's your response to not have to pay child support. Ninja. Yo, man. You can't win. Do you see what do you see what's going on out here? First and foremost, First and foremost, she said parenting is hard. It's hard for women. In fact, women are the worst parents when they're parenting alone. Statistically, they're the worst homes you can put kids in statistically. The outcomes of the kids are detrimental, disastrous. Not only that, they be snapping and malfunctioning. In fact, single parent, single male parent households, their kids, become. that's the second best Households you can put uh, parent, kids in behind two parent households. Statistically, statistically, women only find parenting hard. Men navigate it because now there's no chaotic individual in the house, a.k.a. the other, the, the mother. The women are the ones seem to have the problem with raising kids. Men inherently don't. In fact, when they're with the father, it's way easier. And women look at it and like, how is he able to handle it? Now, this is another probably a single mother. And she can barely talk complete English. So I'm, I'm imagining she's in Atlanta. But this woman is suggesting that the father only wants to see his kids to stop paying child support again. I wish we can put that to rest. Why can't we not put that to rest already? So when the woman wants custody of the kids, it's not for child support, but she files a child support enforcement, but it's not for child support. It's because it's in the best interest of the child. When the father wants custody, now he only wants to do it so he doesn't have to pay child support. Guys, this is how the courts see it. This is how the attorneys see it. This is how the child support enforcement sees it. This is how single mothers see it. This is how society sees it. Then at the same time, when the father doesn't participate with the kid's life, or the father, the child becomes a criminal, the woman becomes a whore, they say daddy issues, they say the child needed a father in his life, and the men aren't taking responsibility. Which one is it? <laughs> Pick a struggle. Okay, bitch, go get a job. What is going on here? These are your... They would love if the just fathers were just as little father as they can, a little bit, as little as they can, while paying the most child support that they possibly can. This is an attorney talking like this <laughs> this is an attorney and we're only trying to be 
in our kids' life so we don't have to, so we don't screw our kids up. They be fighting you too. Yo, man, I swear to God, these people are lunatics. Okay. Why do y'all do that just for the money? My man went from having to pay child support to now he wants to be a full-time dad. You Y'all know what the full-time parenting looks like? So because it's hard for you, you're trying to not give the father custody because it's hard for you. Who says it's going to be hard for him? It's hard for you. Again, projection. projection. Why do y'all, why do y'all, <laughs> is she in Chicago too? She practices in Chicago. I mean. Parenting is hard. And you, that's your response to not have to pay child support. False. False. Why can't a man just want to be in their child's life? Is this a crime? Is it so is it so unbelievable? Is it so unbelievable that a father just wants to be a father to his child? Is it so unbelievable that a father just wants to be a father to his child? Number one. Number two, the father knows the kid is screwed if the kid is with you. The father inherently knows that. Number three, what confirms that the kid is going to be screwed is when the mother files child support against the father. That's an automatic. The father knows, oh, shit, you don't got nothing for this kid. You out here broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, right. stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Nothing tells a man that those kids are screwed. Then the woman fighting that ninja for custody and child support, that's automatic. He's like, oh, these kids are screwed. She can't even, she goes in there and say, I can't pay rent. I can't pay my bills. Is that where I want my kid? Is that where I want my kid? If that's what I'm hearing in court, I have problems meeting my basic obligation. The kids are eating me out of house and home. The kids don't have shoes and socks. Oh yeah, that's the place for them. <laughs> right that sounds like the place oh you know what you know what i'll add a little bit of money to that that's not going to be enough by three months it's not going to be enough because that's what she's going to say and that little four hundred dollars ain't doing nothing that's where i want my kids like what are we doing this is our current popular common conventional wisdom when it comes to parenting we are screwed Guys, yo, and these are professionals. Okay. Why do y'all do that just for the money? My man went from having to pay child support to now he wants to be a full-time dad. You y'all know what the full-time parenting looks like? Parenting is hard. And you that's your response to not have to pay child support. Okay. Why do y'all do that just for the money? <laughs> oh man, Jesus, man, let hit the bell on. Let me get to these super chats. Man, and America is in the position America is in because of these people. These are the people, guys. These are the people that are making the decisions for our young people. Then when they turn 18, whatever that kid becomes in the world, it's going to be the father's fault, right? It's going to be the father's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's Super fault. chats. Jesus Give me a second. 
Oh. This is unbelievable. Unreal. And these are the degreed people. Shout out to uh, JC says, how does that Indian dude expect to handle that big, gorgeous beast? He says he going to need a back lotomy. Black lotomy. Messing around with that thing. He ain't going to be able to hit that. R. Singleton says, and she thought it was a good idea to still share the video. Indeed. Fat Elvis says, I was on a date where I said, let's. And the girl said, no, I want, I want, or I would, I have been a jerk to the end. There's no punctuation in there. Sorry. Oh, she said, you, she said, no. All right. Uh, yeah. Any woman that I make a plan with, if she changes the plans, I cancel the date. All right. Just so you know, or the meeting. If I, if I give a location, if I took the time to give a time location and arrange for you to get there or meet and you change it, I cancel. Automatic. It's an automatic cancel. If she says, why can't we just go here? Or can we meet here instead? Cancel. With no explanation. None. And if she actually begs for it, because what will happen is I just cut off, I just cut off communication. I don't even say anything. Then she asked, confirm, what happened? What do you think? I won't say anything. And then I'll let her go through the try to figure it out. Then they'll slowly figure it out. Okay, we'll meet where you want. Okay, oh, maybe, maybe I can meet on that. T- okay. But I'm instantly in the communication. All right, so, but, and there's, there's a reason why you would do that. Because that's the onus that they put on men. Men are supposed to do this, and men are supposed to take us there. Men are supposed to plan. Men are supposed to tell me what to wear. Okay, I do that up front. I do that without you asking. Then when you try to change it, automatic. That's it. You're not listening. You're not following instructions up front. You're trying to, do, get, you're trying to get, some, get me to do something that's more comfortable for you. This is my interest, or this is what I would offer you. This is what I'm offering you. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But uh, I'm not going to be out here trying to, let you uh, do, do, uh, do what you want to do and get out of this. All right, this is my offer. If you don't like the offer, reject it. Say, no, that's okay. I would prefer to have someone take me here. Okay, go find that person. All right, anyway. All right, shout out to JC says, Lil Kumar is dying to see if Tika Masala is in there. All right, please help me with these communications. All right, it says right here, and also, never mind, Kevin Johnson says, finally got my official divorce judgment yesterday, and I'm happy as heck. He says, in a couple of hours, I'll be on the plane for two weeks in Thailand. In the words of Michael McDonald says, shine sweet freedom, shine your light on me. Dun, dun, dun. Shout out to you, Keenan. Shout out to Keenan or Kenan. He says, happy birthday, CGA. Here's my contribution to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. I dated a lady with $500,000 in debt for student loans prior to starting a family medicine residency. Less than six months into her residency, she was sacked out of there. Dunzo. And, yes, that will happen to you, and you will get stuck with the tab. Larry Portis, it just goes to show that the bottom dweller skeezers Come in many professions. The best thing I ever did was not have children. Free agent lifestyle for life, 59, and four days in living. And loving life, get your money, men. And, of course, 
There's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. Have fun. Undark says, what's up, CGA? Parenting is hard only for the women. I don't need women. He says money or I don't need a woman's money to take care of my kid. Hashtag baby mama math. And inevitably, when men get custody, they almost never take their child's mother to child support. I mean, it's very rare. I think only 13 to 15% of child support recipients are men. It's something like maybe thir- maybe 11 to 13%. It's pretty small percentage. So the men who have custody, they rarely ever take their child's mother to child support as a way to supplement the the missing income. Even if even if she has the money, we don't want no parts of that shit. This is a highly a baby mo- mother tactic. The regular dude says, "Hey coach, my baby mother has a protection order." on her boyfriend for being that ass. But she still got him living with her. Should I just turn in paperwork or play dirty and call 24241 kids for her PTO violation? I would uh call CPS. Call CPS on that bitch. If, if your kids are living over there, if you have kids living over there, call CPS on their ass. All right, anyway. And, oh, one more thing. Men who raise their kids often enjoy their time with their kids. Women who raise their kids, most likely they're complaining about raising their damn kids. (laughs) They're complaining, oh, it's hard, and they be doing this, and they be complaining, I can't afford. When men raise their kids in the absence of women, they don't complain about, the, they, they actually enjoy their times with their women, with their kids. They enjoy their time. They make the time worth it. It's crazy, but ne- uh, they'll never see it. What do we got? Mr. Albert says the school system and the court system is employed by predominantly women. Fellas, you can't win. I've been pointing that out, guys. I've been pointing that out. You can't they were like, that's misogynist. No, the school system is an, an inherently oriented to, ch- to females. They're employed by females. You're always going to have administrators, mostly females, teachers, mostly females. This is how this is this is how kids turn out. Uh, Mystical free agent lifestyle. Shout out to you. He says, happy late birthday, CGA. He says, all of the fiat money I've donated is nothing compared to the life changing advice philosophy you've given me and other men. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, and by the way, the leaders, the leading killers of children are women. I mean, these are all the things that people won't say. Because if men led in killing women, uh, children, Ninja, they would tell you. But women lead in deleting their own kids. Shout out to Henry Resilient. When it comes to custody, custody, I spend most of the time with my daughter, then her maternal grandmother, then, and it says then her mother. Wait a minute. I spend the most time with my daughter, then her maternal grandmother, then her mother, and I'm paying child support. So I see. I think I see what you're saying there. Her maternal grandmother. So the, the grandmother has more time with the child than the mom. So the mom is putting the child with her, her mom. But when you have custody, the kids are with you. Um, this is not. Yeah, congratulations on that. Uh, this is similar 
um, to women who have custody of their kids and then throw them in daycare, right? And what they'll say is this is parenting time. And they'll go into court and say, hey, I have the kids more than the father. But then when they have the kids, they'll be with relatives and cousins and daycare and neighbors. <laughs> All they do is sleep at the mother's house. They'll be at school. And then the mother will be like, I got 90% parenting time. But the kid ain't with them. But when the father has the kids, he's, he takes off of work early. He, they're, with the, they're with the father. They're not with the daycare. They're not with, they're not with the nanny. They're, they're with the father, right? Anyway, Twin B says, the funny thing about men and child support, he said, they are quick to call you a loser while they ain't working. What's up for the weekend? That's another thing that you have What's to up, ask. Nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? That's, that's the other thing you have to have. If you need me to supplement the cost of raising our kids, how in the hell am I the deadbeat? I don't know how you come to that, how people arrive at that, but it is the common mindset. The man's the deadbeat because he can't afford to raise his kids. Or let me put it like this. The man's the deadbeat because he can't afford to pay for his kids. With that logic, if I apply it to the woman, what does that make her? <laughs> like I want you to think about that for a second I want you to think about that how the hell she ain't a deadbeat if she's running over here and saying I can't afford to take care of my kids like where is this like what <laughs> I know baby mamas is out here pissed Screaming at the screen. This is why they, this is why, this is why they're their own worst enemy. So you can't afford it, right? And you're going to reach out to someone else who you perceive can afford it and call them a deadbeat for not doing said thing that you cannot do. Make it make sense. <laughs> like, yo. Oh. <laughs> uh, Somebody said, what job should I have? Get get a job. All right, come on, man. What are you talking about? What job should you have? If you can't, if you don't have enough time to get a job or a second job, why don't you give up custody of your kids? And this is another thing that I don't get. It's another thing I don't get. A woman will say, these men don't want to date single mothers. But the father of that kid is present in the kid's life. So my question is, if you can't find a man that accepts you being a single mother, if that's hard, why don't you give the kids to the father and go find you a man? Anyone? Wouldn't that make sense? Okay, kids, go live with your daddy because I'm trying to find another man. I mean, it's, it's important that I find another man. Because I'm not going to be working for the rest of my life. I don't even have one job or a job that's sufficient enough to cover it. So they'll work 60 hours a week, two jobs, keep their kids, and then try to, try to date. Give up your kids. Give up your goddamn kids to the father. Punish the father. Why don't you punish the father? Make it hard for him to be out here having sex with girls. 
Nah, they don't want to do that. Actual King Smith, happy belated birthday, milk dead, milk dud head ass ninja. Daniel J says, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for all you do for imparting me with such critical facts about marriage and children. May I have a. And that's you. Anthony Elite. Hey, coach. I had a hearing for my custody case yesterday. I'm the one that took my three-year-old from the mom after she withheld him for a year. The mother's attorney told the judge I'm blackmailing the mom by requiring an order before my son goes back to the mom. The judge denied her. Good. Congratulations. You know, stand in your ground. So the mother's attorney told the judge I'm blackmailing the mom by requiring an order before my son goes back to the mom. Nah, it's crazy. Crazy. I'm, I'm hoping more judges cooperate and act like this because there you go. You have another mom's attorney out there, all right, defending mom's bad behavior. All right, he also says no missiles or bombs dropped here, but kids still can't see their dads. He says the family unit is what generates ambitious soldiers. U.S. soldiers are reportedly out of shape and recruiting is down. I think this largely is due to America's failing family structure and i agree as well okay the family structure is gone here and uh you, you look at the <clears throat> the issues kids are dealing with and then gen z adults obesity depression stress mental illness all right drug dependency lack of ambition uh, uh what do you call it drug use partying pores that comes from the family Comes from the family. Let me speed through these. Your boy, Scoop. Happy birthday, fam. Larry, let me see if I can say your name. Larry Stone says, happy birthday. Keep up the great work. Thank you, sir. Snapchat fix. Anthony Yang ran on UBI in 2020 election and lost. In today's times, normies would line up, play Dr. Umar. All right, there you go right there. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must Stay full. Mm, let me see. Ghost Dog 45 says, appreciate the work. Thank you, sir. We're almost to the main event. I'm Thank you, sir. Ghost Dog. And then uh, Ghost Dog, I got you. Shout out to no government name says, happy belated birthday. Yo. I'm Do me a favor. Hit the like button. We're going to get into the main event as if we haven't had enough, enough edutainment. But I got to do my best to take three minutes or less, so hit the like button real quick. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. That the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who, <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're gonna hold off on the baby making. We're gonna hold off until we get that great job, really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's All right, we back in here with another main event. Let's ring the main event bell. 
All right. Uh, let me see right here. Their own worst enemy. Uh, this is just to help men through this process of relationships and marriage. If you're having struggles on either end, this is to help you understand that most of it is not your fault. Most of it is they're wrestling with themselves. And I had an interesting clip about this, but um, I forgot to put it up here. But check this out. I want you to look at this clip and uh, let me know if this has been you. Have you experienced this? And a lot of men experience uh, behavior like this. Let me see if I can line it up. Oh, it's a little bit tough. I got to get the volume up real quick. Hold on for a second. Um, you're going to see some interesting dynamics here at play. Let me see if I can pause it right here. Come on, pause it. Okay. There it is right there. All right. So there's a, a situation here. I don't know where this is, but it seems to be at an evening out, a nightclub type environment or a, a bar type environment. In this clip, Women will say men don't approach. Women will say men no longer approach us and so forth and so on. Now, I want you to look at the interaction first of the man in the white shirt who looks like it, a tall Enrique. He's fit and tall. Then you have another woman coming around here. She's an attractive, decent looking woman. And I want you to watch how she first interacts with this guy. Many of us have experienced this very thing. Let's go ahead and roll the clip. All right, let me stop it right there. So you see what's happening here. I'm going to have to turn off the volume on this one. I'm going to have to turn off the volume. So I don't know why they were recording, but there's the woman. There's a woman. She's walking by a tall Chad. Many of us aren't even that tall Chad. But can you see why men don't approach a bitch? She literally gave him quick eye contact. She saw him. She saw him well before she walked past him. She probably intentionally walked in front of him. But as she's walking by, she gives him the stare through of death. The stare through. Yes, the stare through of death. Not a head nod, not an acknowledgement. She can't even follow his eyes for two seconds. She can't stop and look into his eyes. She can't wink or nothing. She looked at him for less than a second, and that was early on. The clip kind of is hard for me to show it. And then walks in front of him and doesn't even acknowledge the guy. And then continues to walk through. And then she, guys, how many of us, how many of us have been through this bullshit? This is the modern American woman where they say men don't approach them and at the same time don't even look at your ass, completely disrespects you, and can't even give you the time of day. Now, in her mind, she probably feels like she's doing enough to attract the attention. But the death stare, this is what I call looking through you. And a lot of men can't pick up on these contact clues as well. Now, the other part of this is they'll do this whether they don't like you or not. Then you approach, and then they act like, oh, I'm going to reject your ass now. But staring through you, I'm going to go ahead and play it again here because I got to line it up. And the video's formatted, so I can't line it up perfectly. Like, it's all messed up. All right, so uh, let's see here. There it is right there. This is the beginning of the video. Now, there it is right there. There's the eye contact. You see that right there? Now, there's room enough for probably her to walk behind, but she sees him. She likes him. 
there there should be some protocol or at least some decency to try to figure out, hey, I saw you, a head nod, a hi. There's no hi. She didn't introduce herself. She didn't say hi, hello. Now, you're going to see, because people are going to say, well, what eventually happened? I'll show you. I'll show you. But take a look. She saw him. It's going ahead. Now, when she gets right here, <laughs> the stare. These people are goofy. <laughs> now, the fact that he saw each other, they looked into each other's eye. What was he supposed to do? Grab her arm? I Listen, the dating coaches are going crazy. If he grabs her arm, if he says, hey, bitch, if he says hi, if he says anything, he's a predator. She literally then takes it off and stares around this ninja, man. Yo, this shit is wild. And you can tell by her arm, she eyes, she ain't even blinking. She ain't even blinking. <laughs> I mean, bat your eyes or something. But this type of this type of behavior is disrespectful. And women are actually naturally nervous. They're naturally insecure. Then they were like, men should approach, men should talk. But she's nervous around him. But at least learn how to be respectful out here. I'm going to just sidestep you. And then the other part of the disrespect, let me show you here, is that as she gets close to him, she actually, like, moves her shoulder like I'm going around you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you if you can pick it up. So then she's like, don't touch, like, go around. Let me, let me show you what I'm talking about here. The video's formatted weird, so I can't really pause it correctly. Uh, let's see here. All right, you see it right here. All right, so watch. Watch her shoulder. She actually then tries to slither by him right here. Whoop, look at that, like a sidestep, like get out of my way type shit. So the problem with this is even the most, this guy right here, he's tall, he's built. Even him, you have to wrestle with, what, what's, what's this girl on? Should I approach her? Should I say hi? Does she not like me? Guys can't pick up on it because she's giving no clues. Now, I'm going to show you what happens after this, okay, with no volume. So what happens, at, there it is. There's a blink. Damn, not even an acknowledgement. Not even a hello. Like, God dang, fam. All right, now watch this. Boom. So he's looking. He's like, oh, shit. Now watch this. <laughs> okay, now he looking at the ass. He's interested. Now watch this. Look at this ninja right here. Dunna. Look at the predator. So here come the cold approach ninja. So the the dude probably got he might got some choosing signals. Might have saw her walk past first. Here come the ninja, and he's showing teeth right here. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. So he after her. Let's play the rest. Boom. He going in for the kill right there. So the Enrique missed it. Enrique missed it. And here come the cold approach ninja. Now, I don't know what happened before this video. She could have gave this dude the stare of death as well. But here come the ninja that's about to close it and show what a real man could do, right? He on it. He on it. But watch what happens next. She sees him. He puts his Mac down. But watch this. She goes back. Whoops. Uh-oh. Look what happened. Cold approach ninja got sidestepped. She went back to Enrique. And it's on. 
and she says something. I can't hear what she says and make it out. So there's the full video. All right. He stared at you like, yo, pick up the cold approach, ninja. Sidestep. And look at that ninja face right here. <laughs> Get that ninja face. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> look at that ninja face. Look. Look how you looking back. <laughs> look at this ninja. Got his ass. He looking like, oh, Enrique won. So, there could be a previous relationship there. We don't know. They could be playing some flirtatious game. But look, all right, right into it. And she says something to him. I don't think they knew each other, right? Based on what she said, they, I don't think they have great familiarity with each other. All right, but um, based on what she said, but you can barely make it out because of the music. All right, but let's play the clip in its entirety a couple times so you can see the dynamic. There it is right there. Okay, yep. All right. Yeah, there it is right there. I don't think he knows her. I don't think he knows. Oh, yeah, okay. I see what happened. I see what happened. I see what happened. All right, let me show you what happened. I'm going to pause it. Okay, so right here, I'm going to show you what happened. All right, so right there, she looked back. She looked back right there. All right, so that's what happened. So she walked past him, got a few steps, and she looked back. Then they made eye contact. Then she, was, she came back to him. But as she was coming back, the cold approach ninja just happened to be there. So right there, they made eye contact when she looked back. So they're not familiar with each other. She just happened to look back at him. And then he happened to be looking, so it was perfect. They were like, hey, okay, it's on. And then um, when she confirmed that he was still looking at her, she came back to him. But it just so happened, it just so happened that the cold approach ninja that you see on the screen got caught in the middle of it. I mean, that's what happens. So there he is. He makes eye contact. You see right there, he's like, you see that? There's the smile. So she looked back at that moment. You see that? He's smiling at her now. And she happens to be looking back right there. You see that? So they made eye contact after the fact. Nah, they don't know each other. That was, that was eye contact afterwards. Okay, but look. Whoop. Oh, sidestep that ninja. I <laughs> came back. And you can hear what she says at the end here. Let's see what she says. I think she says I looked at you two or three times or something like that. And more than likely, more than likely, that wasn't their first pass. That wasn't their first pass. They had passed before. So that's what it was. They don't know each other. It looks set up, but it's not. Guys, that happens. That happens all the time. I think what it was was she probably passed through two or three times, and then she was getting the last one to confirm. All right, so, but the cold approach ninja is the one that cracks me up right there. All right, I love it. Uh, here it is right there. All right, yeah, cold approach, like, watch me. I'm about to put my Mac down. I'm about to put my Mac down. He is confident as hell. All right, oh, yeah, he said, I got my bitch. Right there, whoop, and then it's like, oh, 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 and now he like, oh, shit. <laughs> Ninjas be like, why do they be recording? Ninja, y'all be recording all day outside. Ninjas recording all day, and then people be like, why they recording? Do you go outside? People recording all the day, all the time. Matter of fact, there is a funny, there is a funny clip. 
where they were, there was a group of people in an open field. And there's a guy who I think he punted a football at an at a open outdoor event. He punted the football. They have video of him punting the football. Then they have another video that they paired together of another couple recording themselves. And then the football hits the girl in the head. The football hits the girl in the head. But those are two separate videos that they piece together where one person was just randomly recording a guy punting a football in an open crowd. Then they found the other video of the woman getting hit. It happens that people just be randomly recording and then two things could happen. It is not always a setup. It is not always a setup. Every, people are recording all the time. <laughs> right? And then people are like, well, why were they recording? People record all the time. All right, go outside. People are recording. Anyway, did you see the video? I wish I could f- find that video. But a guy literally was showing the guy. Punted a, he just punted a football in the open crowd. And they said, we found the person that the person hit. Or he threw it. I wish I could find the video. Let me see here. I'm going to pull it up just so you can see. Dude, people recording all day long. Man throws video. Man throws football. Let me see if I can get it. Get it up here. Uh, yes, it's pretty hard to find because it's pretty. I don't even know what to search for it, but it happens all the time. People randomly record randomly and stuff just happens. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's go right here. Let's go to the next clip. Here's a clip right here. Here's a clip right here of. A woman that says boy math. Okay. Boy math. Let's see what it is right here. Math is really that 97% of women have been sexually harassed, but not knowing a single person who's sexually harassed anyone. Boy math is thinking that a woman's vagina stretches if she has sex with 50 different people once, but not if she has sex with one person 50 times. Boy math is accusing women of being gold diggers whilst simultaneously being dependent on women's unpaid labor. Boymouth is telling women with high body counts that they're worthless and continuously asking them what they bring to the table, whilst also complaining about the male loneliness epidemic. Boymouth is banging on about sex work not being a real job, but then also funding the industry. Boymouth is reading that... All right, and so here's another example. This is a skit. <laughs> All right, ninjas really be... Ninjas really be where... Was the cold approach a guy's skit? Oh, my goodness. He didn't look like he was a part of a skit. Uh, it says right here, boy math. And now we're going to have a whole bunch of misogyny. In their mind, one thing should make sense to the other. Let's continue here and get down to what she's talking about. 97% of women have been sexually harassed, but I'm not knowing a single person who's sexually harassed anyone. All right. And, okay, so 97% of women have been sexually harassed. How many percentage of men have been sexually harassed? And how many women have been punished for sexually harassing men? This could be easily put out. But of course, this is why they're their own worst enemy. This is why they're their own worst enemy. They think about shit like this. I mean, really. Why not is thinking that Owen's vagina stretches if she has sex with 50 different people once, but not if she has sex with one person. 50 times. 50 times. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Just <laughs> Yo. Boy math is accusing women of being gold diggers whilst simultaneously being dependent on women's unpaid labor. Women's unpaid labor. I mean women's unpaid labor. They're constantly yapping about women's unpaid labor, but the man has to do this and the man has to do that. Right? The man has to do all of these things. All right. I did somebody did find the clip of the football clip. All right. Um, and I'm a, I'm gonna play it here. In, in a minute. But the man should do this. The man needs to do that. He needs to make the plan. He needs to make the reservation. He needs to perform the date. He needs to be entertaining and interesting. He needs to actually start the conversation. He need is that unpaid labor? I mean, how much how much does, do men do and get no reward from? Not even sexually. Unpaid labor. They're constantly on this and they can never get up got get out of their own way. Here we go. Boymouth is telling women with high body counts that they're worthless and continuously asking them what they bring to the table, whilst also complaining about the male loneliness epidemic. The male, who's complaining about the male loneliness epidemic? <laughs> I wonder where they get these videos from. I, I don't see videos of men complaining about the male loneliness, loneliness epidemic. I don't see that. I see why men are, I, maybe they're calling what we do complaining. Uh, we're not complaining. I'm not complaining about it. But then she's like, hey, how do you correlate then high body count, but men are lonely? Mm. Or you got the 80-20 rule here in play. Again, they cannot get out of their own way with this logic. Boy math is banging on about sex work not being a real job, but then also funding the industry. Funding the industry. <laughs> funding the industry, but not calling it sex work. Uh, well, you're you're hitting on the wrong audience here. Sex work is sex work, or sex work is work over here. And I'll let you wild horses run free. But it, it is a reality that many men are going to face. But supporting the industry sounds like the women are supporting it just as much as the men. Banging on, she says. Yeah, thumbs up. See, this is the type of person, miserable person, you just can't be around. Can't be around people like this. Right? This is the video of the football player. He says, ain't no way they caught both sides of this. So this is the football that I was talking about right here. This has to be a skit too. Here we go. All right, and so uh, let me turn this down. There's a guy here that's going to throw a football. You see the open crowded space. All right, why would they be recording, someone would say. Why would they be recording? <laughs> okay, that's, that's what people say right here. But here's the second part of the, the video. There it is. All right, damn, and they got some music. So there's an, there's an example. Why would they be recording? It's got to be a skit. They got to have set this up. You know what I mean? Here it is. And so these are two separate videos, <laughs> right? People record. I know, it's weird. Why would they be recording him with the football? That seems weird. But people do stuff like this. People record people just doing regular shit. And there it is. And then it just happened to so that they paired together <laughs> the two videos. And of course, it's a skit. <laughs> of course, it's a skit. But those are two separate videos, two separate times, two separate friend groups. But they just happen to be in the same place. I think that's a great indication of random shit can happen if you have your phone out. And oh, by the way, random shit happens. We lived, I lived in a culture. I lived in a culture 
where we didn't have phones and random shit happened. Had we record, had I recorded all the random shit that happened to me when I was in my 20s and 30s, most people wouldn't believe it either. Most people wouldn't believe it. All right, most people wouldn't believe all the shit that happened. We just didn't get a chance to have our phones out randomly recording. So, uh there it is right there. Coincidence. It's just a coincidence. Lots of stuff is random. This is an example of it just being random. Two separate people. All right. And things happen. Shit happens. All right. People were recording just. Why were they recording? They just were recording. Doing something stupid. It is what it is, man. Look, we came at a time where nobody had any phones to record anything. All right. It happens. All right, but I love that. That's a classic example of we live in a world where people record random shit for no reason, but stuff will happen. Stuff will happen, and then they'll clip that little part out, and it then means stuff. Ninja, why was the dude watching rent, uh, Rodney King get his ass whooped? Why was he recording? <laughs> right? And he happened to catch it. All right, let's see here. This is another one right here. Let's hear what this woman has to say. Why? Why? Uh, hold on for a second. I got a better woman here. This is a woman right here. Any women in relationships? Any women in relationships out here? Uh, if you are, you might agree with this woman. And this is another professional woman. She calls herself a doctor. I wonder what she's a doctor of. She's a doctor of probably pseudo-psychology. I'm not sure. But this is another doctor. Let's hear what she has to say about women having to do the work in relationships. Play it. Here's something that drives me totally bananas about relationships, and it's when women carry the responsibility of managing the health of the relationship. The women doing the thing like, hey, I think we need a date night. Should we do that? Or I think we're struggling with this. Can we have a talk? Or listening to the podcast or consuming the relationship education content on Instagram or reading the books and then trying to convince their partner to actually do the thing too. And here's what happens that is the biggest rub, in my opinion is not only are the women doing the relationship management responsibility, but then they take on this role of almost being seen as the nag of trying to get their partner to consume the helpful content that they've been consuming to improve their relationship. Why is this falling on our shoulders? Why are we the ones who are working so hard at relationships when our partners need to participate in this process too? That's how you have a mutually fulfilling relationship. When both partners are invested in maintaining and enriching their romantic relationship. Here's <laughs> This woman sounds exhausting. Ex this is why men don't want relationships. I've been telling you, energy is a big thing. Energy is a real deal. When I tell you, you pay with energy, you pay with energy. This woman, I'm already exhausted by this woman. Now, I want to break down what she's talking about. This is why women are their own worst enemy. They think men get into relationships for this shit. But I'm going to tell you what, where she missed out on. I'm going to fill in the blank. You, you guys need to know when to be quiet for real. I know that sounds like misogyny, but for real, 
you need to let 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 well enough. What did they say? Let well enough be well enough. Y'all be inviting the bullshit. But let's continue. Here we go. When men say I don't pay and you're in a relationship, ninja, you pay. You paying big time, getting exhausted. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see if we can break this down. There's something that drives me totally bananas about relationships, and it's when women carry the responsibility of managing the health of the relationship. Oh, my gosh. I mean, listen, man. <laughs> this is, they always think they doing. Remember when I said this? They always think they get the short end of the stick. They always think it, it, they're, they're having unfair shit happen to them. This isn't fair. So now we got unpaid labor. Now we got them managing the uh, health of the relationship. Now we got them uh, doing all the dishes and the cooking. Now they got, now you just sitting there doing nothing. You sitting there doing nothing. They're managing the health of the relationship, which she's lying, by the way. I'm going to tell you what's happening here in a minute, but I'm going to let her bang on about what she means here. The women doing the thing like, hey, I think we need a date night. Should we? I think we need a date night. Do that. Or I think we're struggling with this. Can we have a talk? All right. Yeah, we need to talk. All right. We need to talk. Or listening to the podcast or consuming All right. the relationship education content on Instagram. <laughs> All right. I was listening to some podcasts. I was listening to the educational content on Instagram about relationships. You need to hear this shit. That's what she's saying. I was watching TikTok all day, and they was telling me how my relationship sucks and I deserve better. All right, hold on for a second. She got some more to say. Here we go. Or reading the books, and then I read a book. Trying to convince their partner to actually do the thing too. All right, yeah, do what they do on Instagram. <laughs> hey, I saw something happen on Instagram and TikTok and the relationship content, and we need to do this. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to watch it. He doesn't want to watch it. He doesn't want to read our book. I've been reading this book about where you failed in our relationships and what we need to fix. Uh, they don't want to watch it. They don't want to watch it with us. These people, man. <laughs> this is why they can't. They're their own worst enemy. Okay. Now, let me stop right now. Look at her face. She flabbergasted, too. She flabbergasted. Why, why won't he just do what I saw on TikTok? <laughs> I think she got something else to say. Oh, boy, and she a flat back in too, boy. Let's continue here. And here's what happens that is the biggest rub, in my opinion. What? Is not only are the women doing the relationship management responsibility. Is that what you call it? That's what you call it? Relationship management responsibility? Is this what they call it? Hold up for a second. But then they take on this role of almost being seen as the nag. All right, now you're nagging. All right, yes. Yeah, she's Man, babe, why are you nagging me? Why are you nagging me? And then why are you calling me a nag? I'm doing relationship management. <laughs> I'm managing our relationship. Of trying to get their partner to consume the helpful content. Oh, watch my TikTok. I want my partner to watch the shit that I watch. This will be helpful. Here, sit here and watch this. That's exactly what I want to come home from a hard day's work. That's exactly what I want to do with my weekend while Penn State's playing Ohio State. Here, shove this... Shove this phone in my face. Watch this. And then we'll do it. Okay. That's exactly what I need. Watch my content. Watch this content. And then repeat. Hold on for a second. That they've been consuming to improve their relationship. That This is going to improve our relationship if you watch these TikToks. 
Why is this falling on our shoulders? Why are we the ones who are working so hard at relations? We're working hard at this. You ain't doing no work. You're not going to counseling. You're not going to therapy. You're not watching my TikToks. You're not watching the Instagram videos that I like. You're not listening to me read this paragraph in the book to tell me how much of a loser failure you are. You ain't doing none of the work. This is all falling on me, and it's free, un it's unpaid labor. <laughs> Ships when our partners need to participate. We need to participate in what I want to do. Hell, what you think? All right. How about you participate in dropping that neck? All right, yo. It's barbecue in there. Drop that neck. All right, hold on for a second. She got more to say. In this process too, that's how you have a mutually fulfilling relationship. How is that mutual when it's completely one-sided? That's completely. She, what she said was all one-sided. How is this mutual? Right? How was that? How do you see that as mutual? You did not include him in anything. All right, but do it my way. All right, it's unfair. Look at them crazy eyes. Hungry eyes. Oh, my goodness. When both partners are invested partners. in maintaining and enriching their romantic relationship. Bro, okay, so just because you saw some TikToks and you think that every time you say, can we talk for a minute? You think that. You think that you're the only one that is invested in enriching the romantic relationship. That, that's what you think. I'm going to tell you what's going on here in a minute. Here's some All right, so yes, now we got to look at this chick again. You know what's wrong? You know what's happening, gentlemen? Number one. Men do not tell women their shortcomings. We just deal with it. Men don't have it. So wherever the woman's short, we just be like, all right, I'll take it. I'll deal with it. For the, whatever the woman can't do, we'll fill in the blanks. Whatever she can't do, we mask it. We put a Band-Aid on it. Or we find another woman outside the home to do it. All right, she can't suck dick. All right, well, I'm going to go find somebody that can suck the black off of this thing, and then I'm going to come home to her. She lazy in the bedroom. She can't cook. All right, I figure that we'll Uber eat. Because you'll have women that are married say, I don't cook or clean. Yep, we eat out every day. That, that is him managing the shortcomings of the woman. He doesn't deal. He just deals with it. Okay, bitch, you don't know how to cook? All right, I'll either cook or we'll just eat out five times a day. That is literally managing the relationship. He's not going to keep throwing it in her face because she's going to get a stinky about it. So I'm going to just go ahead and mask it. I'm going to overlook it. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to go look. At, I'm going to look around. I'm not going to make her something she's not. So men don't sit around telling the woman constantly where she's short at. If he does, it's considered abuse. We don't have to say, honey, sit down and talk. These goddamn hot dogs and dino chicken nuggets and this damn macaroni and cheese, no more. If he does, he's an abusive. What's wrong with my macaroni and cheese? So we just be like, all right, I'll make my own sandwich. So the first and foremost thing about relationships is when men have a problem. Number one, if they express it, they're an abuser. If they... Don't express it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Men deal with bullshit from their woman all the time. We just don't talk about it. Most men don't talk about it. We just overlook it, 
and then we we compensate for wherever the, the 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 deficiency is and so forth. But this leads the women to believe that they're doing good. I'm doing perfect. Okay, he's the slub. He's messing up. Let me tell you every time you messing up. So men are managing the relationship. Men are completely managing it. We're just we're just avoiding the conflict. Number one. Number two. And we're avoiding telling you about it because you're going to catch a, either a, a hissy fit or you're going to say, oh, I thought you love me. Don't you love me the way I am? We see you getting fatter and fatter and fatter and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. We see what it is. And we see you not giving us no punani at night. We see it. So we adjust. Number two. The reason why you don't hear men working on their relationship management is because we didn't settle like she did. We happy with the woman we got, even when she can't even complete the tasks that I put in, in front of her. We're happy. All right, at least I got a woman. All right, this is the woman I can get. This is the woman I got. All right, I'm going to make this shit work right here. I can't turn, pour shirt. I can't pour syrup on shit and call it pancakes, but I sure can make shit out of this right i can make something out of this plate of shit but women settle for you they settle for you and then they mad when they have to deal with the reality that that's who you are they think there's a better option out here so let me turn you into what i want you to turn what what i want you to turn into then when you don't do it, you ain't working on it. Why won't you change into the one man that I want you to be? And I say, bitch, stop changing into the woman that I don't like. If there's an issue, yeah, if there's an issue, we see it, we solve it. Them, they want to keep making us who we aren't. And then eventually when we become that, they hate us for it. And then they leave us and say, well, he ain't masculine no more, and he ain't doing this, and he actually, I don't like the person he became. So for us, when it comes to this, we don't settle. We actually want the woman for who she is. We don't want her to change. They settle for us, and then they say, well, if he becomes more ambitious, and then if he makes money eventually, and then if he loves me more, and if he sucks my toe, and if he starts eating me out a little bit more, and if he starts helping around the house, and if he starts listening to me more, and if he does... Then they get you, settle for you, and then try to change your ass along the way. All right, he'll get taller along the way at some point, so I'll take you now. Oh, you didn't grow? Oh, wait a minute. They settled for us. We didn't settle for them. We begged they asked to move in with them. We begged they asked to marry us. We begged they asked into the relationship. They settled for us. Then when they see something better and shinier out there, they're like, well, maybe I'll go get him or maybe I'll turn my man into that guy. That's why they don't like it. So they got to manage that shit. All right, yeah, he he kind of he kind of good, but let me let me work on this ninja. <laughs> right? <laughs> and at the same time, they believe they're not making mistakes because we don't verbalize. We don't tell them where they're short. Because they got low self-esteem and they got depression because of you. And you abusive by telling them that they got shortcomings. Nah, bitch, you got 50 shortcomings. I just ain't told you what it does, what it was. Now I'm a man that'll tell you, hey, you coming up short. Now I'm a misogynist. Now I'm an abuser. Now 
I'm not happy with her performance. Now, these are the things that men have to deal with, but these are the women here that think they're perfect and they're doing what they need to do, but if they could just get you to do what they want you to do, the relationship was perfect, but then they don't realize they're actually degrading that man as much as he would be degrading her if he aired out all of her shortcomings. If he had to look at her saggy booty and tell her, damn, your, your booty is saggy. That would be an insult. Why don't you do some kick? Why don't, I, why don't you get a gym membership and do some squats? That's an insult. Hey, baby, come on, baby. We need to talk. Your waistline expanding way too much. You need to whip that, nip that shit in the bud right now. Oh, it's a problem. But this is what's happening when they're their own worst enemy at this. And yes, it's nagging. Just as much as it would be abusive if the man did this on a routine basis and say, look at this bitch I seen on Instagram. Hold up for a second. Look, hey, honey, look at what I saw on Instagram. Look at these girls right here. Um, can you make yourself this? Yeah, turn yourself into this right here. Or else, if you don't, I'm going to go find these ones right here. All right? Yeah, it becomes a problem. Oh, you don't want to see my Instagram content I see. Yeah, dream team right there. <laughs> right? See, that's what they're doing, and they don't really realize it. They're in their own way. They're their own worst enemy when it comes to this. Here's another uh, clip right here. I got one, two, three, four, four clips, four more clips. Here's a woman right here. Uh, this is a skit. This is a legit a skit. This is as point of view dating girls in 2023. Okay, let's go ahead and show you play this clip, the skit. Hello, nice to meet you. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to ask you a few introductory questions. Do you still live with your parents? Yes, you do. Okay, can I know your salary? Oh, $100,000 a month? Great. Uh, oh, 100000 a year? Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, we won't be making it to dinner today. See, we have to go through this contract that outlines all the terms and conditions of dating me. And if any of those terms and conditions are broken, you will be fined. <clears throat> Section A, allowance. You will be required to pay me a weekly allowance of $2,000 to cover all of my weekly expenses because if I eventually have to push a 10-pound baby out of my cooch, the least you can do is pay for my blowouts and nail appointments. Section B, I'm allowed to have a roster. In 2023, we have been plagued by an epidemic of unfaithful, broke men. So in order to protect myself, I will be seeing multiple other people during our relationship. However, if you would like to move up the priority list, you can do so in exchange for Chanel bags. Did you just ask me if you can have a roster too? Oh, that actually brings me to section C, infidelity. If you are caught cheating, you will be subject to pay a fine of $10,000 per hour of my time that you wasted. And if the girl is prettier than me or has a bigger rack, you will be charged extra for emotional damages. Any questions? Yeah, I'll be out of there too. Yeah, just. Yeah, and you have to hit her. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Now, I've been telling you, uh, you know, as much as that is supposed to be humor and stuff, what they're showing you is that we are in full-scale monetization, prostitution, if you will. And they have no qualms about vo vocalizing that's what they're in. That's what we're in. You know, the American woman is in need, first of all. They're in need. And number two, they're going to go. We're going into the 80-20 rule, 90-10, and, and all of that. This is, a, this, is a, this is as much a skit as it is the truth.
Um, a lot of women do believe, hey, I know my worth. And let's just talk about this. This is a little spicy, little flatback Latina. She's going to be 230 pounds in 10 years. Everybody knows this. And two kids and 10 years later. Okay. You're going to want to replace her real quick. But all that mouth and all of these ideas they have in their head about their worth is absolutely not even true. But men won't tell them otherwise. Uh, here's another one right here. How they're their own worst enemy. Uh, what did I tell you about postpartum depression? What did I tell you about women who have kids? They're going to realize they have a love that they never experienced before in their life because it's unconditional. You have it. You can't rival that love anymore. Then I tell you the sex is going to wane off. This is in general and statistics prove it. Here's another woman right here that's going to prove this. And she's going to say exactly what I said. This is good mom's bad choice. All right. Uh, and she's blaming this on postpartum depression. Here we go. About two weeks into motherhood, my baby daddy asked me for some head and I almost lost my shit. Was this what I had signed up for to do for the rest of my life? Supply others with me? I was pissed. And suddenly all the hype of wife life felt more like the twilight zone and the word forever began to really ring and sink in like a horror film I couldn't escape from. Couldn't this mother see how much I had just given? About two. Yeah, man. Hey, not my girl, coach. Not my girl. You picked the wrong one. She just didn't love you. All right. What, what, what's wrong? You wasn't hitting it right. Guys, this is. This is the reality. I'm telling you, a lot of women turn into this after you marry them and they have kids. And press a one in the chat if you've been married and, and, and your spouse had kids. Put a one in the chat if you've experienced this. Guys, this is something that they don't even know is going to hit them until it hits them. After kids, everything changes. It's not the same woman. Kids are an investment. You're an investment to them. You're investing into them. Once they have them kids, it's going to be a different woman for a short period of time or a very long period of time. Now, over time, you'll just start losing uh, your you'll start to not assert on a her. And this is where a lot of women will come to my, my show and say, hey, coach, I've been married 20 years. My husband stopped initiating with me eight years ago. Now, what they'll say is the husband stopped initiating, but I'll go back and say further, were there times where, where you had young children and you told him, you know, not tonight, you know, I don't feel good about myself, I'm sweaty, I smell like a bag of onions. Were there times before that that you weren't initiating? And the, the answer is yes. They went through a period of when the kids were aged 0 to 9, 0 to 12, 0 to 8, 0 to 5, 0 to 2, that they just was like, no, 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 no. Or if, if they had intimacy, it would be very much just Carl Jr. star. All right, they'll just lay on their back and say, get it over with. There wasn't really no effort put in there. All right, she didn't shave her peace leave hairs, didn't shave her legs. Okay, hop on. Just kind of disrespectful. Just disrespectful. And I ain't doing that. No, you ain't doing that. Then eventually she'll come out of that. And But by that point, you already cheating on her. By that point, you already going to the titty bar. But by that point, you already learning to, to just jerk off when she leaves the house. By that point, you already boning your secretary. By that point, you already at the junior college. By that point, you already done figured out how to get around it. So the longer she goes through this mindset, 
yeah, after the kids become 15, she might turn it around. She might start initiating. She's now 40, 45. She's now horny. All right. And she wants to go out and or she's using you for the men she thinks about. So by that time, you already cheat or you already doing what you're doing. And you're already you're already like, well, that's just my reality. And you deal with it again. Another instance of men just dealing with it and moving on. They, they just deal with it. It's like, all right, well, it, this is what it is. I'll get punished for leaving. So I never bring it up. But then the women come back around and they be like, he never initiates. Fish, it's been 10 years since we boned each other consistently. And I'm still here. I didn't leave. I didn't take you to counseling. I didn't divorce you. I didn't voice no displeasure about it. I didn't say shit. I just left it the way it was. Because the one or two times I tried to bring it up, you snapped at me like that dog I showed you earlier. All right. The one time you tried to bring it up, this happened. Okay, this shit right here. She looked at you like, what? I'm a mother. How dare you? How dare you tell me I need to bend over? But let me play that clip of that woman again just so you can see. This is a wife who had a man's child saying, how dare you think I should perform on you? I'm a mother now. I'm a mother now. Oh, no, I'm disgusted. Oh, by the way, this is called, this is the equivalent of post-nut clarity for women. Once she has a kid, she looks at you like who? She looks at you like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? And guys, if you've never been married and you wonder why people divorce, this right here. (laughs) If you ever thought it was the man's fault and he didn't do this, I'm going to show you two women. This is why men divorce and this is why men get divorced. All right. Imagine that a man has to deal with these two women the rest of his natural life. Okay, imagine, like, this is the deal he got. You wonder why divorce happens, Ninja? (laughs) All right, here we go right here. Let me play this clip one more time. Two weeks into motherhood, my baby daddy asked me for some head, and I almost lost my shit. Was this what I had signed up for to do? Was this, this is called the bait. Was this what I had signed up for, bruh? Think about this. By the way, monogamy is this. You signed up for this. Yes. This is called the bait and switch. This is what you signed up for. Matter of fact, this is what you were doing leading up to this. Now, once the baby comes, she's like, oh, nah. Nah. Am I going to have to suck it all the time? Nah. For the rest of my life, supply others with me. Supply others with me. This is what you signed up for. What are we doing? Okay, so can the husband stop going to work? Can he he stop doing stuff? I'm telling you, man, people do not realize this. I love this. Thank you, ladies, for social media. Thank you, ladies, for jumping on the internet trying to prove your goddamn point. It actually just proves my point. It makes me prove my point easier. It makes me look, look less crazy out here. This is, this is called the bait and switch. I was pissed. And suddenly all the hype of wife life felt more like the twilight zone. All right. I don't want to be a wife no more. I don't want <laughs> to be a wife no more. Oh, but if you cheat, I'm going to divorce you. Yeah. And I'm going to take, take your kids away from you. 
So now you don't want to be a wife because you had a kid and you got still got to suck me off. I'm telling you, brothers. Yo. And the word forever began to really ring and sink in. Like Now I'm stuck with this guy. Now then she's going to turn to this woman. We need to work on our relationship. If you have to, if you, ha if, if your wife turns into this woman, she already emotionally divorced you. She already checked out. She just trying to make it beneficial for her as for as long as she can. She already checked the hell out. These people aren't even over the age of 45. They already done. This woman ain't even over the age of 30. She already set the undertaker bail off. <laughs> Yo, and if you think she is not, she is, this is an anomaly. If you think this is not how a lot of them think, you're wrong. Like a fucking horror film I couldn't escape from. Couldn't this mother see how much I had just given? About uh, two Yeah, weeks. I did everything I needed to do. Don't ask me for nothing else. Oh, and by the way, remember when I told you that they're extending out postpartum to seven years? Remember originally it was like, oh, only a couple of weeks. Oh, maybe a year, maybe two. Now they're saying you could deal with this for seven years. They're their own worst enemy, guys. I'm, I'm trying to enlighten you that these are not anomalies. As a matter of fact, I want to look at the comment section. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Man. Okay. So that, now we're getting into consent. Now we're getting into consent. So if you want it or take it from her, you marry, you're marital raped her. You marital raped her. Yep. Yo, this is how you end up on the porch smoking barbecue. Uh, this is how you end up in the man cave. Men, for some reason, cannot comprehend that childbirth is one of the most traumatic events that can happen to a woman's body. Everybody's aware of that. Everybody's aware of that. But this is going to go on longer than two weeks. We got a lot of you in the comments are describing scenarios where consent feels lacking. No consent. No consent. All right, this is your wife, by the way. It's your wife. And again, two weeks, sure, you can probably, we, we, we understand. But this is going to go on longer than two weeks. How dare this guy, how dare a man looks towards his wife for his sexual needs. How dare him? Yeah. How dare him do that? How dare you? My wife had to convince me when she was ready after each of our kids because I didn't want to hurt her before she healed. Well, they give you instructions about this. There's, there's a, there is nobody saying that two weeks should be the time frame. But she described she's never coming back. She doesn't want to see this. She's described the turning point that she's not coming back from. I don't remember, but I'm sure it was, uh, it was after a good few months Hearing the guys asking just for a few days is crazy. It says, wow, this comment section is, is the only birth control that I need. I think a lot of men have some type of trauma that made them hypersexual <laughs> because this is plain weird to me. Men have had trauma that makes them hypersexual. Man. Man, 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 
This woman clearly does not understand what a man is. I got two more clips. Man. <laughs> man. That, 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 uh, guys, you guys are marrying these women. And not only that, they're using your sexual energy for and against you at the same time. Meaning for procreation is fine. Oh, if you want to be, ma'am, this is called testosterone. Like, where were you at in biology class? This is, dude, they're their own worst enemy. Learn what a man is and what his needs are. Number one. Number two, do you guys know that if a man moves in with a woman, one of the reasons he moves in, dates, or marries that woman is for sexual pleasure. Almost exclusively, and he believes it betters his chance to have sex. Nobody's going to, this is the reason a man moves in with a woman, marries her, engages, and so forth, is because it, but in his mind, he believes he's going to have easier, better access to sex. That is one of the driving forces of him doing it, and then he can keep that woman exclusively for him. That's why he moved her in. Nobody's going to admit this. I'm here to tell you, and if any woman does not understand this, after 30,000 years of evolution, this is, why a, this is what makes a man want to get into a relationship with the woman. And then people are like, well, it's not always about sex. It is always about. Okay, if it's not about sex in a marriage, let that man have sex with whoever he wants. I bet you it comes about sex immediately at that point. These people are so stupid. This is how we've been able to procreate for tens and thousands of years. And these people want to say, well, these guys must have been traumatized because they want to have all this sex. And I'm going to tell you, if you get with a woman that is not very sexual, when you move in with her, she's going to be literally less sexual than she was before you moved her in. She's going to be like, what is all this? Why, what, why are you touching on me all the time? Why you only look at my titties all the time? Why are you always grabbing my butt? Why are you always, why are you always trying to, why are you always trying to have sex with me all the time? They literally going to be shocked. Right? They're going to be shocked. They're going to be shocked. They're going to be like, wait a minute. Why are you always trying to fish before I moved in with you to have sex? I had to take girls on dates. I had to go out to nightclubs. I had to jump around here. I had to go through a drought. I had to pay a woman. I had to date a woman three times, four times. I had to date a woman 90 days. Now you're here in front of me, and I can smell your pheromones. We're in a closed capacity space. 
I moved you in for the express purposes of fornicating. <laughs> that is the number one, number two, and number three motivation. But it's trauma. So now you want to sit up in my house for 30 days and only suck me off too? And you want to regulate how much sex we're having? I done moved you in. I done made all these hoes go away. There's nobody else going to work on this meat but you. And I got to wait till you're ready every time. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you're ready to have sex with me, do I get to turn you down? Nah, I, ain't re- I don't want to have sex with you. If the minute I do that, you're like, what's wrong with you? Exactly. What's wrong with you for turning me down? This is crazy, man. It's frustrating. And men are scared. Men are scared to tell women this. You know what they look like when they're trying to tell women this? Like this. This is what you look like trying to explain to her. (laughs) This little bit of logic and common sense. This is what you look like. Let me find a clip. This is what you look like right here. You're like, you realize you're supposed to be dropping that neck on the regular. Oh, you on your period? Okay, what that mouth doing? Okay, let's set some towels down. I'm going to run this red light. All right, hey, look. Other than that, if you ain't here, I got to go fix this meat. Somebody going to have to fix this meat. <laughs> so I'm only supposed to have sex when you ready. This, this, these nuts only get going to get busted when you're in the mood. That definitely ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. All right, th- I've been busting nuts way before you. You are not in charge of when my nuts get busted. So you're going to have to figure something out here. Either I'm going to have these hoes figure it out or you're going to figure it out. But what ain't going to happen is my meat ain't going to be dry just because you ain't because you dry. You better lick your lips or something. <laughs> right, come on, man. But this is what they think. They're in their own way. Sorry for the long segment, but I got to get these out right here. Two more. This is an old liberal woman right here. Let's see what she got to say. Let me introduce everybody to Roberto. Roberto has been trolling my account for about a month or so, leaving comments all over the place. Very thirsty. But let's address his comment. Women who dress like whores don't get the respect a modest woman would. I wonder if Roberto here keeps that same mentality when he is watching adult films, like almost every other men. Because they certainly aren't modest, but you certainly enjoy them, don't you? And on top of that, when you use clothing to call women whores, you're also furthering rape culture. The same type of men and women will victim blame someone who's been sexually assaulted by asking them, well, what were they wearing? Or maybe they shouldn't have worn that outfit and this wouldn't have happened to them. When the plain fact is clothing does not constitute rape and clothing does not constitute someone being a whore. Whore is just a derogatory word that men made up to further degrade and shame women. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. They're their own worst enemy, man. Y'all be doing too much thinking. Hey, first of all, let me just say this. In our history of regulating women's behavior, it was the women who have the most slut shaming, the most degrading, the most telling women what to do and dress the way they do. Women have inherently been the authority over that. Now, there have been men that have put in rules for that, but the women have regulated that. And there was a reason why. 
So she wants to walk out like a whore, but not get judgment. She wants to walk out like a whore and then don't want to say, hey, I, maybe I did something wrong to, to attract that behavior. All right, listen, do whatever you want to do to make yourself feel better about not being responsible for what you're doing. But let me just tell you, women have regulated that market for centuries. The reason why is because it actually messes up other women's relationships more than it does the opposite. It, but what they've convinced all women to do is just be all whores or dress like that. That is a psyops against women. But every woman knows that back in the day, if you're trying to be modest, you would regulate another woman who is not modest and parades herself in other men. It undercuts you. It undercuts women. It actually puts their relationship at risk. And so women have regulated it. Men, women have slut-shamed women. Women have called women whores. Not men. The minute, the minute a woman, there, there's a classic picture. I can't remember who it is, but I'm going on too long. Of um, There was a woman here. Let me see here. Uh, I'm going to see if I can. Let me see if I can pull it up. There's an old, okay, this picture right here. This is, a, this is a classic picture of women regulating and judging other women right here. Take a look at this. Take a look at this. Now, who's doing the judging here? This is a classic example of another woman going, oh, that's too much. That's too provocative. Oh, them hanging out too much. Oh, she's a whore. She's just Take a look at this photo. She's literally glaring over at her. She recognized her, she looked at her, and she's judging her. And she probably got more smoke than any dude in that venue. As a matter of fact, the men probably ain't complaining at all. <laughs> the men probably ain't complaining. But if you look at it, she's the regulator of that marketplace. But if, 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 if women can convince all women to dress like whores, then guess what? Then the the regulate then it makes it harder for the modest women to actually compete. <laughs> it makes it harder of the of the it makes it harder for the modest women to compete because more women are dressing provocatively, and then we just blame it on the men. Okay, so they're the ones who jealous. It it actually because if the woman in the black has a boyfriend sitting at that table and this woman sits down, the boyfriend or the husband of the woman in the black is not going to judge the woman, the blonde woman. He's not. He's not going to call her a whore, skis, or a slut. He's not. He's going to be looking at her titties. Now, the one who's really going to be pissed and undercut and mad and protecting her interest, the woman in the black. What's her name? Sophia Loren. Sophie Loren. Yeah, Sophia Loren, James Manfield. So, Sophia Loren's in the black. James Manfield, Mansfield is in the, in the blonde and the white. So who do you think here is going to have more smoke, the men at the table or the women? It is what it is. So jealousy also can go away if all women are dressing like skeezers. Now everybody can be on an equal plane. And now the women who lose out, the AKA the modest woman, the good woman, she loses out. The more women that go this way, that see it this woman's way. This is actually opposite they don't realize it they're their own worst enemy at this they're their own worst enemy let me go ahead and do this last clip and then we'll get out of it got get out of here with the super chats this is a woman that says i fell for the boss 
mentality. I All fell right. for the boss. All right, hold on for a second. We got a lot of music in the background, but I'll play it. Lied to, lied to by the culture. Uh, but I'm going to take full responsibility there, man. I fell for it. I fell for the boss bitch. The, like, I, I could do everything by myself. That hyper-independent bullshit. And I'm 31 now. And I still don't have kids. I still don't have a family. I was focused on trying to get after the bag and all this. Yo, what? I'm in a place now in my life where I'm reevaluating. <laughs> yeah. And that's you. All right. You see what happened here? You see what happened? I mean, this is the classic example of the modern woman. It's too late. Too late, baby. Bye-bye. Now you got your work cut out. Now you want to be a wife. After you done got ran through more times. And <laughs> you done had your fun. Now you're ready to settle down. Oh, now you got lied to. Now you figured out this boss chick shit ain't it. All right? But nobody could tell you nothing back in the day. Now, now all of a sudden. What happened? Where did all the... Oh, what's wrong go? with older women? Oh, 31's not not old. I feel young still. I still feel like a kid. All right, but now she's got an uphill battle. Here we go. I I, I feel like I need I need to reevaluate my life. I'm sure people told you that this is gonna come. Where I'm reevaluating everything. My values, my perspectives, what I really want in the future. And what I really want what? is a family. Yeah, so all you need is a sperm donor. All right, and so you don't want a man. See, this is what I wanted to hear. I want to be a wife. They never say that. They never say that. I want a family. Okay, you just want a sperm donor. You just want to use a guy for his sperm. All right, do you want to be a wife? Nope. Uh, what is it? What do you mean, wife? Uh, what, 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 what do you mean, wife? Wife. Do you want to be a wife? Yeah, but what does that mean? No, I want to be a partner. I want a family, right. All that is is that baby rabies. Them eggs just cooking, percolating. Them eggs. Now she's looking at the time clock. She's like, three, two, one. Eggs about to run out. All right, so she's like, damn. I'm down on my last eggs. I'm going to have to freeze these or I'm going to have to get in and join my plan. Hurry up. I'm on. I'm dating for a purpose. If you ain't getting married in this year, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, well. Is a family. I feel like now you want a family. Social media or just everything around us, society in general, wants to push that women, the woman is the future. No. Yeah. The family is the future. All right, come come be a part of this harem. That's what you can get. You can be a part of my hammer harem. That's it. You can be a part of my harem or my concubine. You lost, baby. Oh, look. Oh, my Lord. Now we want to be sad. Oh, be sad for me, simps. Hurry up. Marry me. All right. I'm marriage material. I'm, I'm marriage material. I'll make, I'll make your babies. All right. Nah, bitch. You want student loan debt. You've been divorced, pumped, and dumped. All right. Hector and pu little puppet them beat it up. When I say they're their own worst enemy. Now, any of these videos. Has the man been at fault? Nope. None of these videos you can see. They have all 
tried to figure out, figure it out, and they all been dead ass wrong. Let's get to these super chat. I'll get to them all too. Unbelievable. Where are we at here? Did I get uh did I get twin B? It says the funny thing about men and child support, they're quick to call you a loser while they ain't working. Brown through and oh, they're always in a bind. Always. And oh. I'm in a bind, Nate. Uh women do not get cheaper over time. Okay. Women do not get cheaper over time. The same the, the money you're paying for your girlfriend at 24. It's going to be 10 times more at 46, but she's going to be less attractive. She probably going to be larger. She's going to have more attitude, less likely to procreate. They become more expensive as they age, which is kind of a paradox. This is why men used to leave their ass after a certain amount of time. All right, because uh, you would think they would become cheaper over time, but as they are depreciating, and what you perceive as value for a man, they actually become more expensive. Gunslinger, happy birthday to Coach Adamas. Here's to peace, quiet, and freedom. Okay, Cali, West Miami, my boy, cold approached a woman who didn't know we knew each other. She latched on to me and said, act like you're my boyfriend. So I got my feels on. And that could have been it too from that skit. She could have said, hey, I feel this other guy on me. Act like. You're my boyfriend, Agent Machines. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Did I get you already? I didn't. I'm rich, Clint Eastwood, CGA, thanks to your show and message. I'm way calmer and happier. Real talk took years, but I feel good today. Yeah, I think we really need to realize the position we're in in this free agent lifestyle. Agent Machines says, filling in gaps to cover shortcomings of women it's how I lived for decades. Man, this is triggering. The ingratitude gets to you. And uh, he says, you can't tell them ish. You can't tell them. And they think you're ungrateful for when, when, when you bring your problems in relationships to women, they get defensive. But they constantly want to be telling you where you're messing up. Montreal man them says, thank you, coach, for many years of wisdom. In entertainment, brother, my baby mama hates you. <laughs> Shout out to your baby mama. Mr. Albert, married women even complain about getting their hu- giving their husbands hand jobs. Guys, your marital sex is probably the worst sex going on out here. Now, they'll say you're having more sex than if you were single, but nothing is worse out here than marital sex. In fact, Chris Rock called it intercourse. All right, but they're going to give you lazy ass, lazy ass sex. Even even the man's giving lazy sex as well, so I will admit it's lazy. Black luster, roll on top of you, morning breath ass sex. Quickie ass, hurry up, don't get the sheets dirty ass sex. All right, all right, do you like that? Do you like when I lick it on top of there for five times ass sex? Oh, no, you can't put it there ass sex. (laughs) Okay. I ain't in the mood today. I got a headache, ass sex. All right, finish. Hurry up and get it over with because the kid's coming to the door, ass intercourse. Uh, it ain't going to be exciting and enthusiastic. I'm telling you. All right, get on top of me and roll on top of me. I'm bloated, ass sex. All right, you squeezing me too hard, taking too long, sweating on top of me, ass sex. <laughs> 
Don't finish on the sheet ass sex. Can we cuddle ass sex before we have sex? Can we just cuddle tonight ass sex? Right? <laughs> I'll take my clothes off. Don't peel them. Don't touch me ass sex. Right here. But you had it more. Aren't you done yet ass sex? Yeah, man. Don't bust in me. I'm ovulating ass sex. We don't want no more kids ass sex. <laughs> That's what marital sex is. I smell like a banya onion, onions. I ain't showered in two days ass sex. <laughs> Everything's soggier than last decade ass sex. Tell me I ain't lying, man. I'm letting y'all know. I'm letting y'all know. It ain't, it ain't what it, it ain't what they, it ain't what they like. <laughs> Yep, the mass, I'm missing the mass singer in the Bachelor finale ass sex. <laughs> All right. It's 11.30. Oh, you still awake ass sex. <laughs> All right. I still feel, I still feel sore from two days ago ass sex. <laughs> right. Here we go right here. Hold on. Let me get ready ass sex. Where we at? Where we at? All right, where we at here? Shout out to F.A. Yep, hey, B, how about we have sex on Thursday, ass sex? I need to have a date night before I have ass sex. Where we at, man? I'm telling you, man, look. (laughs) Oh, man. Shout out to L.F.A. C.G.A. What do you think of married guys who's, oh, there we go. (laughs) He's just talking about it. He says, what do you think of married guys? They say they have sex one to three times a day, cap or not. When they're, when they're first married, yes. And then when they are, um, if later on, when they're like 40, 45-ish. All right, yeah. But not not in the middle. Now, if there's kids, no. What we got here? Let me get these brothers here. We're going to be moving on here. I think I'm going to start with Ghost J says, XXs always think something is wrong. Spot on. They, they the only ones that think, hey, I, there's something wrong here. Uh, C3 Nero says, happy birth week, coach. He says, replay gang for me today. Thank you for being here. Antonio says, happy birthday, coach. Hope you have many more. All right, where we at, Bobby? That's all I'll call you. Happy belated birthday. Cornell says, team FTX and, yes, happy belated. He says, my sis birthday is October 19th. Shout out to your sis. Tell her I'm here. All right, I think we got all of those, and I'm going to end up on PayPal. Thanks for being patient. Triggerverse says, yeah, I got gas and diarrhea at six. All right, she got a piece of t- rolled up toilet paper in her nose because her nose stuffed up at six. We got Triggerverse says, women think in woulda, coulda, shoulda. Men think in, you know, reality. Yeah, and, and reality's fine for us. But there's always something better when it comes to them. And if you know all of these things, these aren't put downs of women. But what it is is, what it is is, it's us understanding who they are and being prepared for it. Triggerverse says women are the definition of of order out of chaos. They were given the keys to the new Lambo. They wrecked it. And now they're in a bind. And the government and simps are the Percy Earl. Uh, that happens to a lot of teenagers, too, when they start driving early on. Uh, sometimes teenage girls, too. 
They'll drive. They'll get their car. Have you ever known a teenage woman, like a teenage woman or a woman, a young adult woman, she'll get a car or a car from their parents. They'll wreck it, total that shit, wreck the car, and be like, well, just give me another one. And you're like, do you realize I moved to Earth? I moved to Earth to get that car for you. That's not just a regular. That ain't no regular regular ass car. Like I moved to Earth. I financed that car. I'm probably still paying for it or I broke even on the insurance. That car is total. Like you're not getting another car. Is Dave baby says the same woman. He says, if left alone, will be in the streets banging everything after giving birth. But the husband can't get anything. He says things that make you say, hum, that's actually true. That's actually true. Uh, the same woman that says, oh, do I really have to suck you off? If she's at a bar with a bouncer, uh, uh, a recording artist, uh, that tall Enrique-ass ninja, she has sucked a soul out of that ninja. She has sucked the black off of him. Mm. With enthusiasm. But I, I equate this, somebody equated this to women's post-nut clarity. Right? She wanted to have a baby, have a family. Then, then afterwards, they just see you as different. They see you as different. They don't see you as a sexual machine. Some of them never really saw you as a sexual machine. But she's just like, mm, I just don't. It, it is what it is. Cancer email says, if it wasn't for my ex or an ex, he says, uh, we wouldn't deal with them on any level. He says we would just leave them out all to fend for themselves 100% of the time. Send it. I, actually, I think you mean S-E-X. That's what it was. If it wasn't for sex, we would. I, I've been saying that for a long time. Our species would have died long time ago if, if men weren't interested in sex. If men did not, you know, uh, approach women, try to date with them, deal with them. And I've been telling you for a long time, women don't have sex for pleasure. They rarely have sex for pleasure. Rarely. And it's rarely a long period of their life to do it. I would say 90% of the time, they're having sex for another reason. To reward someone, to get closer, to procreate, all right, to manipulate. I mean, there's a variety of reasons why women have sex, right, to, to see their partner happy. There's women that do that. There's women that I've been with that, that, that were like shaking and convulsing for pleasure. And then there was other women like, okay, I want to see you feel good. Like it doesn't mean what it means to you. And not all women want to get piped down. They do when they want to. But the majority of the time, they want to see you. They want to connect to you. They want to see you feel good. They, they, yeah, they have sex to get out of a bind, to get some money, to have a relationship to get closer to marriage, to stay with a masculine man because they know you want it. That, that's why they have sex. Then they'll go through what they call the whole phase when they do it for pleasure. And then when they want to get it, when they want to stop doing it for pleasure, they do it for another reason. It's a bargaining chip to actually get them closer to getting what they want. Not all women have sex for you to blow their back out and have their eyes rolling in the back of their head. Most of the time, they never have any um, pleasure. Most of the time, they never have any pleasure. Like they, most women have never had an orgasm. 
right through intercourse. They've added other ways, but not through that. So don't get into the, to the mind of that that all women should react a certain way when you're with them. Some women are just really over the top with it, and everything is sensitive when you're touching on them. Some women will just be like, they just want to see your face and see what you're doing and see how fast you bust and be, you know, they want to feel like, oh, I made them bust in 10 seconds, right? I made them feel good. They don't want no 20 minutes. They want it to be done, done in five minutes, <laughs> right? So it is what it is. Somebody says, except Chad. No, not necessarily. Chad also does represent the male that they can procreate with. Right? Chad is Chad is a protector. So she's using sex to get Chad as a protector. Oh, he's tall. He makes me feel protected. They're not always having pleasure sex with Chad. Not always. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but not always. Like, Chad represents the guy that wants to get the DNA passed on. I want to have babies with that guy. He's, he represents everything I want my kids to be. That, that is not sex for pleasure. Okay? That's a DNA exchange. And she'll let Chad bust in them guts, though. All right, so let me see here. To lock you in, to make sure you don't leave. That's why women have sex. Okay, he's about to leave me. Let me give him some. All right, to apologize. Women have sex to apologize. They won't verbalize their apology. They'll lie down with you. Okay, here. <laughs> right, let me lift my leg up. They know, they'll have sex in competition. I know that woman's giving them sex, and I'm not. So I better give him some sex, or I'm going to lose him. Uh, anyway, and some for pleasure or for validation. I mean, it's not always that, that it's a pleasure thing. Uh, Ash says, if you move in with me, I'm clapping those cheeks every day, sometimes twice a day, and three times on the Sabbath, especially if you're my wife. I hope that you find that woman. Right. CJ says, women say fat is beautiful and love your curves, but if you said that they uh, need to lose weight, they get mad. I know. They're their own worst enemy. Yep, some women have sex to have dinner. You, you never know, man. Never know. But never get into the idea that they always have sexual pleasure. I would say 90% of the time, they do not. This is just a random thought. 90% of the time, they're not having it for pleasure. All right, we got a couple more PayPals. And I can't pronounce your last name, but it's double A. Happy birthday, coach. May God continue to bless you forever, coach. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. We have maybe three more, maybe four more. We have uh, Triggerverse says, um, I'm late, but that PUA brother thought he was Hemothy, and he probably got beige rage now. Yeah, the look on his face. The look on his face. Yeah, man, that was bad. We got, let me see if I can say your name. Some women have sex to have to get weed or tattoos or rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Tell me I'm lying. Shout out to uh, Jonathan. He says, Coach, I'm late to the stream, so I don't know if you covered this, but have you heard what happened in Maryland? A judge got deleted, yep, in his driveway of his house because of his ruling on a child custody case. I was waiting to get more details about this. 
And unfortunately, it's Friday, so I normally go into my, you know, hibernation mode. But yes, I did hear that a circuit court judge got deleted, and I heard it was a custody case. And now Maryland police officers are protecting all the judges. They're going around protecting all the judges. Guys, it's getting, it's getting hectic. I'm going to do some more research on it. Ninjas is not playing out here. Ninjas is not playing. All right. It's crazy. All right. Where we at here? Jonathan says, yo, the crazy. You're crazy to think that the cheesecake lady will change. He says 90% of American women think like this. Shout out to UCGA. One of the best to do it. Shout out to Josh F. Now, she ain't changing at all. She ain't learned nothing. He says, don't do that one. He said, yeah, but I'm, I'm actually going to do some info on it. I heard it this morning when I was making breakfast. I was like, woo-wee, man. The, the world's coming apart. Clifford Charles says, coach, that black lady messed up the best opportunity of a lifetime. It is what it is. She did. Women fumble bags all the time. All the time. I think we're almost done. Hit the like button as you exit. Let me see if I can get this one right here. I think I got this guy. Shout out to Larry C. Happy belated birthday to the gold and my favorite African-American. Take me out with the asteroid out here. Yes. Yep. So ninjas is not taking no shorts or no losses out here. Everybody needed to be protected. And no, I'm not telling men to go do things to the judges. But uh, dudes ain't trying to do it. Uh, Kaylin says, remember the clip you showed of a Filipino woman who asked her black husband if he would cheat after three months? Yes, of her postpartum. She also said on another clip that anyone is capable of cheating since temptation is real and that she wouldn't talk to another man one-on-one. Thoughts? Well, I just wish her luck. I just wish her luck. She had her baby and she locked it up on him. So, you know, who, who's to know? She's talking out of both sides of her neck. I think I got everybody. Okay, and I'm going to check one more time. Shout out to Sizzle and the Yob Mob. Shout out to El Jefe over there on Venmo. Who do we got over here on Cash App? That's the last one, Ghost J. Yes, and the last one over here is CJ. Shout out to the Coach Gang and enjoy your weekend. Saturday, we will have our NFL show on the CGA Sports channel live stream. Early in the morning, like 9 or 10 on the West Coast, noon or 1 on the East Coast. Protect yourself. Have some bail money. Wear your condoms. All right? Don't solicit prostitutes. Stay safe. Protect your meat. Protect your seeds. And ladies, ladies, get your pedicures this weekend and get the back of your heels and then get them goofy-ass toes back in line. Shout out to the coach gang. Peace.